0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. (laughs) Who would be so bold? The Marinka badass. Oh my god! She is back in the impact zone. Tasha steals in the flesh, baby. The flavor just got lifted.
2: You can't have 1,000 episodes. You can't talk about the history of the knockouts without the history maker, the flavor gang leaker, Boricua badass, Tasha Steele. with all this generation then, generation now, generation forever talk. All this generation talk don't mean a thing without generation flavor. Which is why your girl will be the fifth member a team, beautiful people. Joshelle Shaw and Savannah Evans, and of course, my girl, Diana Perrazzo Now, summon all this up here tonight. It seems like every one of you wanna be the best knockout, right? You all wanna be the best, but one thing you can't be is the greatest that beats the greatest. (laughs) And since I am the greatest that beat the greatest, how about next week in this knockout tag? I be the greatest that beat the biggest.
0: coming. Mickey James has been out of action for six long months. Good God, the ceiling is about to collapse. The roof is about to explode with the level of talent in this arena. And yes, once upon a time, Steele's won or low number.
3: Well, 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 by the looks of it, I don't need to come out here and remind you of who I am or what I've done or look at me, Tasha, or try to convince somebody that I am the greatest because straight out of the horse's mouth, would you say, would you say, I am the greatest? That's right. Thanks, Shooks. So all I can really say is Hardcore Country is back. And if you hadn't noticed, This is your public service announcement, okay? That I am officially the fifth member of Champ Trinity, Gail Kim, Jordan Grace, and the awesomest of Kong in a team I like to call Team Over. While tonight is a night of celebration of 1,000 episodes of Impact Wrestling and a celebration of the history that this knockouts division right here has laid out before you, make no mistake about it, next week is going to be a fight. And you can guarantee, ladies, it's going to be the greatest fight in Knockout's history.
0: He's appealing to the um, mm, softer side. I don't think it exists, Jay! Nope. slam by PCO! PCO looks to be climbing unobstructed for the moment. And now PCO trying to climb for the final briefcase, but it's Callahan trying to slow him up. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. No, no, no. Oh, dear God. PCO dropped on the apron. Dear God. Oh, it's Skyler levels Callahan. And now it's Black Zuru's trying to scramble. Zuru's trying to be quick about it. Oh, oh, Kushida coming in with that handspring kick. And Kushida going up top here against Black DeRuze. One case remaining, every man for himself. Whoa, the power though, of the Taroos here. Stopping Kushida in his tracks. Whoa! Oh! Kevin Knight with the backup again for his partner Kushida. But is it time for Kevin Knight, who's been on the verge of breaking out an impact for months now? Oh! oh, and Macklin takes out Knight. It's all about right time, right place in a match like this. And Macklin was precise right there. And Macklin's got the ring. Oh, no, wait a minute. He's from behind, slowing up Macklin. Down to a one-on-one scenario here, at least for the moment. Power slam by Heath. who's been on a quest to snuff out injustice anywhere he sees it. Backed up Tommy Dreamer in the title versus career match at Victory Road this past weekend. Now grab it for the case. Fighting on the top rope here, right at the edge of this truss. Who's going to get the final case? Try to grab for it one more time. Face first into the top turnbuckle. Now Madden one more time, scaling the ropes. Reaching for the case. And Macklin unhooks the case. Now he's got to get down and get down to the floor. Oh! That's a good start. That's a really good start. And now Macklin looking around, oh. trying to find an exit. Goes after Callahan. He's going to have to fight his way out. Wrestlers and on every side of the ring. They know it's the last case, Tom. They're gonna do whatever it takes to stop him from getting to the floor. And a targeting he believes. Wait a minute! It's Rhino! He's back! Gore. Wait a minute, the wait, case! Wait, wait. Moose oh. got it! Moose has won a briefcase. Just like that! Right place, right time, Tom. But Rhino is back in the Impact Zone. Rhino comes for revenge after Maglin put him on the shelf. And Moose feasts. What an incredible matchup. Beastor fired another one in the books for Impact Wrestling. Oh, now mocking Bully Ray. Oh! Speared by Brother Ray! Rohit nearly he cut half there! And a tag made! Devon meet Singh! That's <laughs> him, <team> 3D, <laughs> picking up right where they left off! Oh, you heard Devon. Spice, a little flare in his voice there. He's ready for this! Neckbreaker breaker by Devon. the oh, oh, <laughs> line. Now a little bit of the smoke for Rohit. Insane, planted. There's a cover on the spine buster. Oh, and Rohit Raju breaks it up. Nick time continuing the match for his team for the Daisy Hit Squad. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh oh. You know what? Unfortunately for Rohit, yes I do! one of those times I will look beyond and allow the referee's discretion to let whatever he wants happen. Lay the lumber to the Daisy Hit Squad. And I'll sing back into the ring. Uh Look out, it's time! 3-D! Cover! Team 3-D! Like it never missed a beat. Team 3-D does it again. But this is what I was worried about. They were just getting prepped. They hit the match in the legal way. And then they celebrate the 3-D way. Yeah, you said it was great to see Roe eat back here in Impact. It is! It's... But sometimes you gotta pay the price for incredible moments, for incredible memories. And Team 3D is about to make a few. Somewhere Dixie Carter is having a heart attack watching this. Impact Wrestling! Straight up, God forbid the Edwards do that! Come on, Star-K. Let's go. let's go! Now, ooh, Edwards punishing <laughs> this Aryan in the corner here. Right here. You know Eddie Edwards can't wait to get out of New York, and he wants to leave here with a victory. Uh, hey. Eddie Tracy and Tracy again has got to get herself under control. Eddie continues to stir things up, and Kazarian whipped into the turnbuckles. That's it for for Tracy Brooks. This is so personal. That's what this all is. It's it, personal emotions exploding, and all the credit in the world for laying out this challenge, for showing up here tonight. But it's a whole different world when you step through those ropes. Chad was there, sparking the order, telling Eddie, hold him. Oh, wait a minute. Eddie catching Alicia. Right, crisis averted. Oh, and now Frankie. Frankie going for a cover here. Oh, Alicia tagged in, that's right. Oh, Whoa, my God. The hell? Cover. Frankie nearly won the match.
1: Alicia
0: kicking out just in time. Meanwhile, Tracy Brooks, eager for the tag, and gets it! And now Tracy Brooks targets Alicia! This is what Tracy Brooks has wanted. What she's been asking for. What she's been waiting for. Off the ropes, Tracy Brooks. Spear! The chance to put Alicia Edwards in her place for Tracy Brooks! Oh, and Eddie Edwards putting his hands on Tracy! We know he's not afraid to do the damage. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. not this, not this! Oh, oh, Tracy to the eyes! X-Factor!
1: Oh, come on!
0: A knee by Here's a minute, wait a wait minute wait 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 trying to steal a kick out by Tracy. Lish now, no. Trying to shut down the original knockout here. Yes, yes, Uh-oh. Look out. Oh, fade to black. Out of Kazarian's book. Tracy and Frankie win. Ladies and gentlemen, here are your winners. Frankie, Kazarian, and Tracy. After so much pain and strife at the hands of Alicia and Eddie Edwards, you can feel the vitriol oozing off of Leo Rush here. Frustration is palpable. Oh, look at that. Samen blocked. Samen coming back here on rush. And look at Seyman, chopping down the champion. He's unloading months and months of frustration here on the X Division champion. Samen careful to break before the count of five. Doesn't want to get disqualified. Samen bringing an entire new edge to his game here. Always stepping things up. On now Saban, lit up there by Rush. Combination offense from the X Division champion. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, super kick there by Saban. Oh, Tanaka punch. And then we, with this? Shell shock. Shades of time machine. Up under their shoulders. Cradle shock. Is this it? History has been made! Number 10! Number 10!
3: Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, the new X Division champion, Chris Saban!
0: Chris Saban, the undisputed king of the X Division! and a championship that has defined a company that has defined him as an athlete. He once again stands oh, tall. Man, as look at this! Some of the Impact Wrestling roster here out to support the absolute legendary Chris Sabin in another victory for the X Division title. What a moment for Chris Sabin! 19 years ago, he set the standard for this show in the main event, and all these years later, and it's 1,000th episode, Chris Sabin stands tall.
4: Welcome to the 1,000th edition of Your Impact Attack. Alright, we haven't done a thousand of these, but (laughs) they have, so. But it's still Your Impact Attack, Um, and uh, we are just here to sort of curate that experience for you, the loyal viewer slash listener slash fan slash Hami Media Group Army slash uh, whoever you are, we are here for that. And who are we? Well, I am Jamie Williams. Some people call me the vet. Um, and with me, as always, is my tag team partner, Brandon,
5: who I'm tagging in right now. Brandon, what's going on? Not much, man. Uh, thousand episodes of Impact, regardless of how you might feel about the product or the company itself. That is still a feat that is not a lot of TV shows have done. That's true. And
4: we've got a very special guest because we couldn't have a thousand episodes without a very special guest. And all the way from the fictional country slash continent of Australia is the fictional Jimmy T. Hey, Jimmy (laughs) T from the PwC, what'd it be?
6: (laughs) Well, what's cracking, boys? I'm just having to be back here while I'm chilling in my AI computer. I mean, that's right.
4: I don't know. That's exist, right. You're a but program.
6: I am a program, and I see feast or fire is a bad concept, according to my, to me, the AI. Uh, that's all I want to say. And shout out to the bear cats in the chat, because Harvey, Harvey with the bear cats. Hey, that's getting over, man. The bear cats
4: and the crab cats. I'm telling you. We, we, don't, want, <laughs> we don't want that to get over. We, we don't want. That. We want to forget about these things. Oh, we man. want to forget about these things, but. <laughs> um yes we have some lovely people here with us that we're about to uh we're about to do this show for them especially for them uh and uh so who, who do we have with us brandon so far as we acknowledge this
5: chat uh let's see who's hanging with us tonight we got buckshot kid we got media m5 lab rat lisbeth steve Eggert, al robinson javier cheetah ben espinoza Thank you all for stopping in tonight. Hope you're all having a great night. Much love. Whoop whoop.
4: Yeah, we got a special crowd. Um, so yeah, we've uh, we we've already mentioned it a bunch of times. We've had a thousand episodes of Impact, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. As as uh, as you said, there's not many shows that could say that. Um, and uh, so that's kind of like, it, but you. It, one of the things I thought of when, you know, I was actually trying to like comprehend and process that, like, wow, a thousand episodes is the fact that, you know, we're used to calling these things episodes now. But that's, can you imagine if, if, you know, the NFL or the NBA or whatever said, oh, we've had this many episodes? Like, you can't really, you, you yeah. how would you feel if they if they had said something like that? This. Uh, if they just called it episodes and not like games or or whatever like that, it's like we really have come to think of these as TV shows, um, and people are counting, you know, on on these these episodes. Like we're up to this many, the long, you know, how many times do you hear Michael Cole have to say the longest running episodic <laughs> television show in history? We have more episodes than Gunsmoke. <laughs> like, okay. Okay but um, you know Gunsmoke was a real TV show you know like so uh, but yeah so what, what do you guys what do you guys think about that like the idea of we just it does does that contribute to the phoniness of wrestling as like as perceived by the uh, let's say the non-wrestling fan audience um, Brandon what I mean what do you think about it or do you just do you just go oh yeah a thousand episodes it's a TV show whatever I don't think about it
5: that's kind of a good question because at the same time it's like it really depends on how you present it. Like it could be a TV show, but like a, like a reality TV show about a wrestling company. Like you could still do it that way.
4: Okay. I don't know where that would be relevant in this day and age of where you could see a reality <laughs> show or a docu series about a wrestling company. Probably nowhere you could see that. Probably not but, on Netflix.
5: Probably but, not called Wrestlers. But there's also a way you can do that in a kayfabe manner. where like, you can, but it's completely scripted, but presented like it's a reality show.
4: Yeah. What do you think about well, but- that, Jimmy? Do you think we should bother to count episodes or what? What do you think?
6: Well, to be honest, it's a testament that they even reached a thousand episodes. I mean, I wasn't counting, that's for sure. And to be fair, I've been a fan of TNAs, or Impact Wrestling, or I guess, whatever you want to call it. From its inception pretty much, but I stopped watching it obviously for many years up until this point. But I'm um, not. look, hats off to them for reaching 1,000. I mean, it's, it's something, but really, I wasn't counting. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, hopefully they can reach another 1,000. But we'll see. I mean, can they? I mean, they are the cockroaches of the professional wrestling game. Can they mm. do it? And on top of that, as far as the reality show goes, they used to have a reality version of uh their show what was it called again do you boys remember it would start right after impact or reaction oh that's it reaction that's the one i love that was that when concept. they tried that it was cool at first
5: but um it kind of went on the wayside pretty fast though too yeah it's basically it seemed like it's a presentation of okay like everything that just happened at the end of the show was real what would your genuine right. reactions be go
6: right and it was it was a cool concept at the time for sure i think another wrestling company tried doing that recently oh aw there we go <laughs> they tried doing that on hbo max whatever it was called in terms of their oh, documentary yeah that, so oh, yeah, that,
5: yeah, that insider or that behind the scenes show
6: yeah whatever it was called i mean that didn't last long right so i mean sure, I don't think wasn't anyone even was on
5: hbo
4: it. max that was like right after you just leave it on the channel and then right. do it so it's like so it's like man if you, if you thought this shit was fake where do you see how fake it really is
6: it's so, so
4: i don't really you know obviously anybody that knows me knows i'm not going to agree with that i like buckshot kid saying if this was AEW, they would say it's our thousandth episode but it would really be 658 <laughs> episodes well
6: huh. since tk is a big liar, i mean yeah they probably would
4: i don't yeah obviously i don't think he was lying he was probably told something and believed it and hoped <laughs> it you know but that's the thing you shouldn't or maybe you just not shouldn't Will get Osprey. <laughs> yeah, you, I was gonna say, but you shouldn't get tattoos about it in any case.
6: Oh, wow. Jesus, if that you ever,
4: if you ever weren't sure mm-hmm. if that kid was fucking dumb, then now we that can remove it. all doubt, all doubt, and especially the part about him saying how he really didn't want to get a tattoo because his mother hates tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, look, at least you can laugh about it, right? He's laughing because it's the insane laugh. It's like. The, <laughs> yeah the jokers laugh
1: the
4: <laughs> yeah. i swear i would have gone up to TK.
6: you lying piece of shit. but uh yeah. <laughs> thank God he all has all nobody
4: straight. to blame but himself it, it, that's he true. Sh- you shouldn't be you shouldn't be doing stupid shit like that you know yeah, that's a, that, unless this was this is not one of those um uh who oh, who was it um idris Inofi where he gets the fake <laughs> tattoo and everybody buys it and big ray's still mad about it this to this day because he got worked by it and cusses the kid out every time we do uh nxt but uh oh is that the
5: kid who got the uh wwe tattoo, trying to be a fake thing trying to be a fake yeah
4: thing? yeah he was he was trying to get everybody to believe i think i think his point was that um you know the dirt sheets report all this stuff and you shouldn't be listening to them i think that was kind of his
5: which, which is honestly no different than what the like the wwe top brass do and they like filter out fake stories to see who the mole is right
4: yeah but which... they can never
5: find the real moles though that's the problem
4: right yeah well, i mean i'm sorry like paul Heyman is still so? talking to come on um interesting yeah so so anyway that's uh neither here nor there i was just wondering what your guys thoughts were on the whole see on the the the, the ongoing debate especially because of well speaking of al snow you know he and uh russo go back and forth on the topic of you know, whether wrestling is a television show, as Vince Russo says, because it has to be for him, otherwise, his existence is not justified, or if it's a commercial for the live event, which is what it actually is, and what Al Snow says it is. It, the whole idea is it's a live event business. If you doubt that it's a live event business, I'm sure you're all going on Peacock and watching all your favorite Thunderdome matches and empty arena, Mm -hmm. WrestleMania's Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff, because you know, that was everybody's favorite time in wrestling (laughs) because it's a TV show. Right. So, um, we, we all enjoy that very much, but regardless, it's an interesting debate when you're talking about, uh, you know, (laughs) trying to, trying to put it in the same league of things like the Simpsons or anything else, uh, that have gone on for 30 plus years um and are clearly uh fictional shows created by teams of people and stuff like that and not uh, dressed up carnies <laughs> so um any other uh, news going on lately jimmy you're a news guy you like to talk about the current uh, stuff uh at the top of all your shows we just had a a very fresh and recent uh live monday locker room because ben was not on this morning so he probably talked about some things but uh i don't know anything that's uh on your mind that you'd like to discuss
6: well i did report some news actually on the pwc discussion group and on hamid media discussion group group and um yeah group But uh, apparently, Jade Cargill is actually at the Performance Center today, according to PW Insider, which I find interesting. So she's already, um, I don't know if they're going to try to fast track her and whatnot, but she's there to train. So, I mean, good luck to her. And as far as seeing Punk, I heard that he's not going to sue Tony Khan. Whatever that means, I have no idea. So I don't know if that's because, I don't know why. I mean, I'm surprised he would say that. But um, apparently he's got a 90 day no compete clause and that means he won't be making it to, to Survivor Series and apparently his, his non-compete clause comes up in December, but that's just rumour so I'm not sure. But as far as any more news, I haven't seen anything more significant man. For some reason Randy Orton was trending earlier, not sure why. Um, I guess it's time for him, oh I think it's his, is it 25 years of Randy Orton at this point? some sort of fucking anniversary man but other than that we're not quite there yet <laughs> it's not is it 20 years or we're pretty sure i like
4: uh, pretty sure at this point it'd he probably de- be technically like 21 years yeah yeah, like yeah he
5: debuted in 02. yeah they're
4: not they're yeah. not going to count before that so true. well no one he signed and he was at
6: ovw right i don't know what the year that was nobody does <laughs> true that's a good point yeah i think that's other than that man i have seen um Oh, well, apparently there's going to be a PLE in my neck of the woods right before uh, or between Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania. Apparently they're going to announce it any day now. And it's going to be in Perth, which is on the west coast of Australia. Could be Elimination Chamber. I have no clue, but there's a new stadium there that holds 70k. It's a nice stadium. And apparently they're going to do a show there. So I'm still contemplating if I should drive there or or catch a plane because it takes a while to get there.
4: Well, 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 whatever's easiest for you. Uh <laughs> How about uh, so that 70,000 seat stadium, what do you think um like what what was that basically built for? Rugby? Nah, no, see.
6: <laughs> not rugby. Australian rules football as a matter Australian of fact. It's yeah, not it's rugby. It's pretty much rugby. And it's cricket. Rugby. It's, it's an oval. And but cr- it's a and cricket? I hate cricket, dude. I f- don't even get me started. Cricket to me is the worst sport on this planet. But uh but Australian rules football is a great sport. As a matter of fact, you guys should check it out. Pat McAfee is a big fan of it too, man. Okay. Yeah, he actually so. makes a lot of appearances on Australian radio to talk Australian football. It's kind of weird.
4: All right. So, what do you think? What, what, what do you think the uh, what do you think the figures are going to be? What is Will Ospreay going to have to get tattooed <laughs> on if he if he wants to uh, well, if he wants to be a part of that show?
6: I think well, look the last PLE they did here I went to which was in my neck of the woods literally in my state in my city in Melbourne which is on the east coast but um that fits hundred thousand people that stadium and they announced seventy two thousand so to... thank you Buckshot. absolutely is spot on and um anyway yeah that that holds just over a hundred thousand they announced seventy two thousand so realistically it's probably sixty eight maybe sixty five thousand. So yeah, I think, but over there, because they've never done anything like that before, every time they've done a pay-per-view or PLE here, it's always been in Melbourne, where I'm from, never anywhere else, even TVs, they've been done here, for whatever reason. But now they're going to the West Coast, I think it'll be pretty packed, dude, I I truly think it'll get close to a sellout, absolutely, it's a beautiful stadium, man, it's brand new, it looks nice. It's beautiful weather, but it's the most isolated city in the world, man. Mm. That's the only thing which surprises me because there's no direct flights to get to Perth. You'd have to get off at either Melbourne Airport or Sydney because that's the direct flights from the US, from LAX, and then catch another plane to Perth.
5: Wow. That's odd. You'd think they'd put like a bigger stadium like that like in a much more accessible, easier to get to area
6: yeah i'm surprised too man it's a beautiful city don't get me wrong but like yeah it kind of makes it hard for everybody because really all the real wrestling fans are on the east coast man i'm not saying there isn't any on the west but i'm just saying the east coast is where most of the population really live and on the west there's just one big state that goes literally from north to south and then you got perth (laughs) in that sort of state so looks perth has become a lot better the weather's gorgeous it's always hot pretty much all year round and I think look it's different that's for sure but I don't know it's just weird I guess the government won out because the government was bidding when I say the government I'm talking about the local government they bidded for this ple whatever it's going to be and they won it so and Rhea Ripley is here in Australia too with buddy Matthews and I find it funny because she went to an Australian rules football game and she dressed so like Underdressed. I mean, she was wearing ripped tracky pants or tracksuit pants, no makeup. You wouldn't even, you'd know it's her, but she tried to bum herself out so much. Probably not to get recognised, I guess. But yeah. I've noticed she comes back and forth here quite often. Yeah, well, home is home. Yeah, hey, for um... sure, Definitely
4: yeah well that should be interesting so keep your eyes on that for an also- you you definitely see that like um it, it's important to be able to do things like that obviously that's one of the reasons why all in was a big deal regardless of the actual number uh, because you are already seeing what's happening here in the states everybody's seen it you know you, you they, they've seen the act so take Thank it somewhere you. else and you know i uh, historically TNA would have good successful stuff in the UK as well when they would go over there because they just don't, That they don't have, they don't get a lot of American pro wrestling. Europe has what it has there, you know, whatever promotions they have there, like Rev Pro, whatever, WXW, wh- whatever. Yeah, whatever those things are there, they get that, and that's fine. But when the WWE comes to town or AEW comes to town or TNA comes to town, it's a bigger deal because they just haven't had it. Same reason they like, you know, the NFL games or anything else they don't get all the time. I mean, anything you don't get all the time, it feels like more of an event to you. So right, right. having those events like the Clash at the Castle or, you know, whatever, where you can go and... and uh, Get an audience that follows you on tv but hasn't got a chance to be there which again that's more toward that's more points towards the it's tv is a commercial for live events argument um and that's the sort of the proof right there that's the whole idea of it
6: um, oh, absolutely i just find it really surprising that they would go all the way there but again
4: the government's paid the money so hey it is right. what it is And what well they you know say? we know that uh Uh, Chris Winland says apparently WWE is going to be pushing their Australia more going into the upcoming show will Jimmy T be attending any Okay, so he he's a little late Chris Winland's a little late. He didn't hear you say that you're thinking about it So yeah, I'm definitely
6: thinking about it I actually do want to go just because it's in Perth. It's something different But um, yeah, I think I will go man I'm just contemplating how much it will cost to get there because it's actually quicker for me to go to New Zealand than to get to Perth. That's how that's how far it is, man. Yeah i can believe that yeah it is completely on the other side of the country from where i live literally like literally on the other side so it's pretty it's pretty far so that's why maybe i should catch a plane but i can see the plane prices going way up
4: yeah uh, what the hell's up with that okay so yeah so chris will asking, coming in asking questions he's coming in hot uh what are the odds wwf breaks into china with the endeavor venture uh, well, they do have that uh, WWE does have that famous wrestler um, Zhang china Ah, nice. but uh, he's he could be pulling uh, he, well, he, he also could be uh, a Shane
5: reason. McMahon's China China business connections.
4: Yeah, f- well, John I, Cena I'm just can ta-
5: speak Chinese.
4: Yeah, I'm just yeah. That's what, that's, yeah right, so right. does
5: The Rock? We seem to do it on TV once.
6: Really? No, but Cena <laughs> talks it fluently, legitly. <laughs> well, I can believe Cena does. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, legitly. Whereas, you know, Rock, you'd be like, oh, change out. You'd do something stupid like that, right? So anyway, I will better not do it. You get my truth. Sorry, Vin.
4: Well, what do you you think, Brandon? I mean, that's uh, certainly a possibility.
5: I could definitely see that happening. And I could see them, and I could see the Endeavor board going above Vince to bring Shane on to make that happen.
6: To bring Shane on. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that reminds me the door's open for
4: stephanie to make it a, a comeback too by the way yeah sure it is um <laughs> apparently I, I just i just get sick and tired of hearing people use phrasing like trying to break in the ww is gonna try to break into like like that that it's it's some kind like it's some kind of like a safe cracking operation or something <laughs> like we gotta we gotta get into china guys if i hear one more person say break into the indian market Like, I swear I'm just going to quit podcasting. Like, there is no breaking in. They're already where they're going to be. The reason why people don't break into the market is because China does not have a history of professional wrestling, okay? There are other places in the world that have a history of it. It's basically you have the European area, you have Japan, you have Mexico, and you have the United States. You know, and North, or you could just say North America, like all of North America, United States, Mexico, Canada, a lot of traditional history of pro wrestling. Europe has lots of tradition of pro wrestling, and Japan has lots of pro wrestling history
6: believe it or not the original wcw started here in australia <laughs> it was at one point the number two promotion in the world but that's going back in the 60s yes and 70s. yeah
4: jim barnett did a lot hey, of spot australia so <laughs> yeah so yeah australia is big but really you guys are just an offshoot of europe so that's let's let's, let's be real so uh, we're gonna I mean, we're gonna count you there regardless okay we don't have to get into a whole history lesson (laughs) but we we are on eurovision after all if anyone knows what that is i don't know why but whatever right so um, but the rest of the rest of that whole southeast asia and places like um you know all the former soviet union countries and stuff like there's just really no pro wrestling in that part of the world there's never been like a history of it it's never Um, been part of their culture yeah it just hasn't that's and that's the reason and it's not like there's none and they tried to like i know that SEMO with oriental wrestling entertainment has tried to do things there and i know there's like small chinese promotions and i know that china has seen wwe or whatever and had shows from wwe there it's not like it's ne- no one's ever been there um but it's just right. they just don't have the history of it. So I guess if the question is are you going to try to start a history of it, then I don't know, but it's it's generally I guess pro wrestling is not looked upon like uh with it doesn't have like a lot of respect. Let's say. Mm-hmm. I mean, the no, people no, <laughs> the right. people in that area are pretty much uh, they're very hard-edged, you know, like, in terms of, like, their mindset and stuff. People from Russia and people from China are very, like, serious. Like, I, I think pro wrestling is comes off as a little bit ridiculous. Like, they don't really... It, they don't really understand. They understand real fighting. Yeah, they don't have time for something as frivolous as wrestling in China. You know, it's... It, that whole continent of Asia there is just... It, it's just not into wrestling, I, I don't think. So... You know the WWE does have some presence there, but I just don't think it's really well, that.
1: Well,
6: well, the thing is that doesn't China ban everything that's like Western?
4: Not if it'll make money. Yeah, not I really. I mean, they they, really they, 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 just like every other country, they have their level of propaganda that they want people of to course. accept, right? That's true. So, so it depends if it fits into their. So you know, like if a if a if a movie comes out, you know they they may have to censor certain parts of it if the government doesn't want the Jeez. people, yeah, you know, like like a little bit out of touch, right? Because they know that the people can see whatever they really want to see. Um, but it, can we get a clash in Beijing? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can. Uh, but are you gonna are you gonna have to uh, paper that house? Are you gonna have Ooh. to like? Do like, a, do like a 40, 50, 60,000 seat papered house to get people. Is this going to be like Collision in Korea? Like where you That's have what to, I'm saying. we drag saying. everybody out of their houses? And, and <laughs> uh, yeah. WWE, WWE presents
5: the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Ooh. Yeah, pass. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. All <laughs> That's <right>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get dragged out of our houses pretty
4: soon. But but anyway so to answer your question we don't know um i guess that's the best way to say it uh,
5: or can
6: we get a Xi ping invitational tournament
5: i think you see, <laughs> see that happening i could definitely <laughs> see <laughs> that happening there's
4: one thing <laughs> we sure. need it's it's more wrestling tournaments but i mean oh, that t- realistically that's what they would do they, they because again that you you would understand that that sport format if if wrestling could get to more a more of like uh you know, if you could tone down the silliness, you know, I think there's something there, but, it, you know, in the future. But the WWE certainly isn't going to tone down the silliness, so.
6: Well, funny um, you bring up the silliness, though, Vet, because I watched an old episode of Raw, for whatever reason, from 2002 last night. And no shit, from start to finish, it felt like a comedy show. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, from start to finish. And I've watched this episode from back then, but comparing it to now... It was literally just comedy all the way through. Yeah, because who was the head writer? Uh, at that time, I think Russo might have come back. At that time, dude. Nope,
4: no. Good work for a, yeah,
6: Russo was never was did good. any
4: work after he left the first time.
6: He came back slightly for a short, short time, but got fired. He, he came. He definitely... came
4: back for a, like a meeting. Oh
5: well, yeah. He gets over for case. a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah, and
6: Buckshot, you're right about the censorship, although. They've eased up on the censorship now, man. It's all
4: good. Yeah, nothing's you, been Yeah, I mean guess wait well, you, you have to be you have to be much more strict for a prison colony island. So uh <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, it was Brian Gowerts is what I was getting at. I just wanted to see if you guys knew um but it's brian goodworth is you know if you if you remember everything from that time was just him taking adam sandler quotes from movies that he didn't think anybody would know and then putting them in people's promos and shit like that the whole thing was a joke to him and that's probably one of the reasons why they leaned into such silliness and that's why the rock continues to maintain him as an employee Mm -hmm. because you know he just i guess he liked doing that edge and christian like doing all that goofy stuff no, but uh,
6: everyone was a goof, man, even the serious guys. It just felt like, and like Elizabeth says, yeah, Heyman was on SmackDown, though, at the time. This is Raw. Wasn't Jacob Israel even one of the
4: writers at the time? I, I don't know.
5: At one, I just point know that I he, at one point, he was a writer, yes.
4: Right. But just I just know that like... if you were watching in 2002 and you thought, hey, this show has too much silliness on it, it's Brian Gewurz's fault.
6: For sure. That's but see, why. back then, I guess I didn't think of it like that. But just going by it now, just watching back on it, I was like, wow, everyone. Yeah. I mean, Booker T was trying to learn Japanese. Why?
4: I couldn't tell you. Because that was funny to them. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, <He's laughs> <like, laughs> foreign language. It's so funny. Yeah. Other like, cultures so are off. funny and stupid. Ha ha ha. Look how stupid everyone is.
6: Apparently he had a shampoo <laughs>
4: endorsement in Japan. Great fucking storytelling that is right there. Yes, it's it's amazing storytelling. (laughs) And also back then we didn't know, like we didn't we didn't know every single wrestler's business, and we didn't know everything that was backstage. We weren't so concerned with the things like everybody seems to be now. Everybody wants to talk about how many you know what the demo is and things like that. We we really didn't look at wrestling back then like that. We just looked at the show at that time. Yeah, but I mean is are you a normal wrestling fan Jimmy? No, you're not. Well, you're yeah, obviously no, not. Of course not. You're not even real. So <laughs> You were an AI use. program just to be a wrestling <laughs> Dude, you know. The fact that people think Shade doesn't exist legitimately blows my mind. Yeah. yeah I, I kid you, you you not. You can make people believe anything except <laughs> wrestling. You can't make them believe wow. wrestling. That that would be true. the one thing Sorry. Hey, you know Sorry. what?
6: There's a lot of scientists now that are actually sort of pushing the wrestling narrative and how it's kind of like, you know, everyday life and politics and shit. I kid you not.
4: Uh, Weird. My my brain can't even comprehend how stupid that is right now. <laughs> I kid I just, you not, bro. I don't bro. even want to have that conversation. <laughs> um, But yeah, so I don't know. Anything else? Anybody else got anything? Brandon got anything else? Uh, anything catch your eye this week?
5: No, nah, not really. Did you smell of, what The Rock of... was cooking? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a nice little surprise they had on that on that uh, SmackDown. Yeah, and it yeah. popped a big rating, actually, guys. <laughs>
4: yeah, it almost got into the mid-twos.
1: Well, it's yeah, so look, great.
6: It, was, it wasn't big, big, you know, but it was up 32%. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, The Rock did something.
4: Uh, the Rock that nobody knew right, was going to be there yeah yeah
6: I'm see sure that's, that's the thing he was on pat mcafee's podcast man beforehand and what would he be doing in denver i mean to me that was a
4: giveaway but that's just me yeah i know i i know that uh everybody just watched pat mcafee's thing and just immediately tuned to smackdown because they assumed the rock would be <laughs> there and that's why they still couldn't crack a three uh <laughs> yeah it, it, fuck anyway tv ratings psh. What does that mean this is 2023 okay tv ratings yeah. don't mean shit yeah, pal just ask <laughs> impact all right which we'll get to um wow. so uh uh but but brandon has a uh do you have a do you have any punch-ups this week i do i have the one for 831 okay so now if you're not familiar with this segment what we do here and jimmy i don't know if you've seen this but What Brandon will do is he will take uh, the previous week's impact and make some changes that could be beneficial to the overall show. Like, we have many head-shaking moments. Uh, But rather than Mm. just sit around and do nothing about it and complain, uh, you know, Brandon has taken a proactive approach into, like, a little bit of nip-tuck on these things and uh, to see if he can... You know perhaps uh salvage some of these ideas and turn them into something a little bit more uh, uh palatable for the audience so uh, that sounds interesting actually i like the concept yes so now you will see me closing my eyes during this segment but <laughs> while the chat sometimes think i'm just going to sleep the action in actuality i am I am closing my eyes to concentrate and visualize everything that Brandon is saying so that I can better understand it. So don't be fooled uh, by my facial expression during this. All right. I'm, I'm well aware and I continue to make comments throughout. So it'll be interesting. I'm pumped. Let's do it. All right. Let's get into it.
5: All right. So this is going to be a touch up of the August 31st, 2023 edition of impact wrestling. Let me go ahead and open it up with our recap ketchup packet ketchup. and go to, in, go to intro <laughs> and pyro and ballyhoo and go to the announce table where they go over, uh, talk about what's been going on on the show recently. And then we open it with an in-ring of Josh Alexander, get his music and entrance. And then what he said to Alex Shelley later in the night, he actually says in this promo before he gets cut off by Steve Macklin. And then Macklin cuts his promo saying what he said in the pre tape. He says it instead, he says it in front of the crowd and right to Josh. And then Alex Shelley comes out, visibly agitated by the fact he gets no music in entrance, whereas Macklin and Josh Alexander did. Shelley suggests that Alexander and Macklin fight to determine number one contender. Santino comes out to make the match for Victory Road. And then everyone heads to the back while a masked man hits the ring and attacks Josh before we go to our first commercial break. Oh, that
4: masked man is going to be fired immediately um we can't be having people get attacked backstage so oh, no. the first the so if i would now if i were like co-writing or producing this show here this is where i would say okay let's make sure that uh macklin doesn't get a music and entrance he just needs to just walk out there interrupting so it seems more spontaneous and everything because we're gonna see when we start talking about impact 1000 how ridiculous it is when you hit everybody's music 20 times in a row (laughs) okay so (laughs) there you go um (laughs) there been a moose sighting not nearly enough all right so that would be my note for that oh and you fire the mask guy
5: All right, and then we go to our our first commercial break. Come back to backstage where Josh Alexander is getting looked at by trainers while Santino stands by. Alexander is not injured, and they discuss who might have been, and they suggest somebody from the scumbags. Mm -hmm. We go to our first match, Knockouts Battle Royal for the number one contender. Oh, wait, wait,
4: wait, wait. Uh, For the... For Jimmy, the scumbags were Bully Ray, Moose, um, Leo Rush, and Brian Myers. Brian Myers, oh, okay, definitely so that, scumbags. they yeah, they're, they're trying. To, they
5: were trying to get that name over.
4: Yeah. <laughs> really, but Bully, yeah. yeah, Bully
5: wanted that. So, all right. So and then everybody's already. And then we go to our first match of the Knockout Battle Royal. Everybody's already in the ring. known entrances. And the match goes like it does on the show with Alicia over when she does after she hides under the ring. Then you go to the Jordan Grace package and then come back yeah, to I we backst- go to the Jordan Grace package.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then we go back to backstage where Eddie Edwards and Alicia have the same promo they have on the show, except it comes off a lot more spontaneous, like it's Eddie meeting her backstage, like as she comes through the curtain and then they cut it into the camera. Okay, I like that. And then match number two, Crazy Steve versus Mike Bailey. And it goes exactly like it does on the show with Black Tarus running out in the whole DQ with the uh, refusing to take the thumbs out of the eyes. <laughs> and before we go to our second commercial break, come back with the Will Ospreay package, go to backstage with Moose Myers and Edwards, where they go just like it does on the show, where they end up kicking Bully out of the group because he basically brought the uh specter or the shadow of pco on them they don't want none of that so <laughs> oh and he also abandoned them twice to go take to uh, fight pco so like yeah we're done and then we go to match number three con with deaner versus eric young con music and entrance eric young music and entrance match goes the same as it does on the show except a lot more decisively with eric young going over because the design is just dead and buried so let's go ahead and just <laughs> finish that off Put him out yeah. of the misery
6: right yeah. <laughs> just, just in
4: case anybody's wondering because there's a lot of cons in wrestling this one is k-o-n it's a former connor from the ascension that, <laughs> that con it's not it's not like a tony or a yeah, Nick. Like constantine yeah 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 yes exactly but with a k uh <laughs>
6: right
4: yeah so so he's so true. he's yeah it's constantine with a k so he's from the that russian area and they, they, they don't like pro wrestling all right go ahead. <laughs>
5: All right, and then we go to a backstage segment with PCO and Bully Ray that goes just like it did on the show with uh, Bully trying to reach through, trying to get through to PCO, remind him who he really is. He's not this monster. He's really Carl Ouellette. <laughs> and you go to a, a backstage segment with Motor City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander, where basically like the part where like Josh Alexander says his part to Alex, that part was actually done in the ring earlier. So then now backstage, Shelly says what he needs to say to Josh. And it basically goes from there. Same from there. Then we go to our third commercial break. Come back to a backstage promo with Leo Rush that goes the same way as it does on the show. Then we cut to an interview with Deanna and Gia that goes the same way as it does on the show. Match number four, Chris Saban versus Zachary Wentz. I forgot to mention, too, during the Motor State Machine Guns Josh Alexander segment, the rascals show up and they start some shit with their Motor City Machine Guns. That gets... Um, get physical yes yeah. it does okay. not no it sets up the oh, okay. uh yeah it sets up the save and wince match
4: I was gonna say we're gonna have to hand out some firings <laughs> i'm not so sure we won't have to suspend bully and pco because he traps his arm in that door there and that's i don't i think that pco should fear for his life if he has one i don't know it, and, it, it really uh, i don't know, i think it really only matters if it's got to more fears for his life well you got to think about all the production people and everybody <laughs> in the arena they shouldn't have to come to work uh, to
5: feel like they're in danger, you know? <laughs> See, then that mask goes like it does on the show with Chris Saban up and we get a pre spear with... Jackhammer. One, two, three. Yep. Oh yeah. Less, <laughs> less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the same pre-tape with the ABCs that we had on the show. Go to a uh, backstage segment with Santino and subculture that goes like it does on the show to set up subculture versus Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan
4: right now jimmy's brain is like who 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 who, who? Nah, nah. i know who? Who, i know who they are don't worry you know who <laughs> the abc you, is no i don't know who abc is okay. who the hell's abc that, that's chris that's
5: chris chris bay
4: and ace austin
5: okay. they're basically uh-huh. they, yeah they're basically the impact they're they're legit members of the bullet club but they're like the impact oh yeah i knew that it. i knew that actually did
6: ace austin's a more recent inclusion of the bullet club right i,
4: yes. I want
5: to say earlier this year like the very beginning right. of the year
6: it, was,
4: it was during the it was during the super uh junior tournament yeah
5: yeah
4: okay I, 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 Best of do, super juniors.
6: He, he joined at the end i think the abcs there's a lot of abcs in the bullet clubs if you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's ocs as well just quietly we need to know
5: <laughs> in this mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying sorry Brandon. continue it's all good and we come back from commercial going to an entering with kenny king and sheldon gene that goes the same way as it does in the show with tommy dreamer showing up and cutting his Usual emotional promo where he gets way too personal and real. So you leave that in that he gets too personal and real. You're not going to tell him to tone it down. Oh, I mean, tone it down, but like. <laughs> Listen, Dreamer, to retire to your sensitive bullshit. Now just get to the damn point. I mean, it's okay I mean, it's okay to draw upon and use some examples, but like turning it into a great big sob story, it's like, let's, let's, let's scale that back. hmm <laughs> Okay, let's see. Where are we at? And then we go to match number five Jonathan Gresham versus Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid music and entrance, Jonathan Gresham music and entrance. A bad call by the ref leads to uh, Laredo Kid going over. Gresham snaps and turns heel and attacks Laredo <sighs> Kid after the match.
4: Oh, my God. We got to fire Jonathan Gresham now. <laughs> Can't do that. I mean, he didn't win fair and square, but. He doesn't deserve to fear for his life. <laughs> Remember
6: the coughing bit, the coffee. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right.
5: And then we follow that up with the awesome Kong package and then a backstage segment with Gail Kim where she cuts a promo saying that she will team with Kong as part of the five-on-five five knockouts tag team match after the Impact 1000 episode. And they go backstage where we find Josh Alexander laid out. Somebody finds him, and they call for help before we go to our fifth and final commercial break.
4: Wait, Josh Alexander laid out again? Dad.
5: We I mean, you only got two weeks of the pay-per-view, man.
4: <laughs> oh, so you, so you lay him out twice? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well...
5: I mean, it's Josh Alexander. I mean, he's Canadian. Come on. And he's the walking weapon, too. He's like, come on. Yeah. He's got the more. Boy, you got you to gotta do a little bit more than one attack on a show.
1: Gotcha. All the right. Movie. And then we come
5: back from commercial with a new Japan hype package. Then we go to backstage with Josh Alexander and the trainers. Santino enters, and he says the security footage shows it was the same masked man who attacked him earlier. They still don't have any leads. Damn. Was and it
4: was he cuts- should be easy. Just fire anybody that has a mask.
5: <laughs> Sorry, Laredo kid.
1: <laughs> uh, no.
5: And then we go to the announce table where they hype next week's show, run down current victory road card, and talk about Alexander's mystery attacker. And then our final match a six man tag Moose, Myers, and Eddie Edwards against Frankie Kazarian, Jake something, and Sonata. And the match goes like it does on the show, except this time we have the heels up after Dango and Bravo interfere and attack Jake something.
1: Hmm.
5: Because they did that whole teaser. They saw him watching the match and they didn't do anything like Chekhov's gun. We got to fire it.
6: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
5: Who gets shot?
6: Does anyone get shot? (laughs)
5: Um.
4: So then we go off. Yep. They're getting fired for attacking
5: somebody during a a match that they weren't involved in. That's for sure. And then we go off the air with heels over strong and announcers questioning if one of them is the one attacking Alexander.
4: Hmm. Okay. So there you go. A a cliffhanger. Are you going to tune in next week to find out who attacked Josh Alexander? If only um, we, could,
6: we could do some artistic sort of uh, videos <laughs> like of this yeah. happening. It would actually oh, yeah, cool. the uh, the sketches. <laughs> yeah, like a yeah. sketch, like, like, like South Park sort of sketches,
5: if you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> it would look pretty funny, but anyway. But yeah, yeah. where this is going to end up going, where that story is going to end up going was on the next impact, which was the go home show for Victory Road, Leo Rush would come up to Alexander and say, it's actually Saban and Shelly working together, switching the hood around. They oh. they'd initially brush that off because like, oh, you're just trying to start shit, and you got and you're trying to get in our heads. Well, see. that may be his intention. He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which see, so to... it's
4: it's the scream thing. There's actually two killers.
5: <laughs> There's two ghost faces. and they're pointing. Yeah, and they're pointing.
4: That's how we should have known.
5: <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah.
5: But yeah, it would be and basically the motivation would be Shelley doesn't want to deal with doesn't want to face Alexander at full strength because he knows he can't be he's never beat. He's been beaten by Alexander, but he knows he can beat Macklin. So he's trying to weaken him up for Macklin to hopefully beat him. All right. And then it would end up, the logic there. Yep. And then it would lead to eventually like Leo kind of being a reluctant baby face team with Alexander because now they're pissed at him for opening his mouth. So they so the shelly and say try to go after him so shelly uh not shelly uh leo and alex russian alexander find themselves like well we don't like each other we kind of need each other right now
4: right a lot of political intrigue a lot of people that would be fired under my watch <laughs> and
5: does Tommy me people... get
4: fired? yeah oh definitely <laughs> just fire him right away um For not, not, not for, uh, you know, attacking anybody backstage, but just for crying all the time. Like, (laughs) we don't need this. Like you're bringing everybody's morale down. Get, get out of here. since when did the digital media championship, whatever it was
6: become a thing?
5: Uh, two years ago, I believe.
6: Oh, geez. Oh my God. It's been that long already. Wow. (laughs) Shit. I never really noticed until Tommy Jima. No shit.
5: And that's something they could have actually done something kind of special and unique with, and they dropped the ball so hard. But, but, but why the Digital Media Championship? What does that even mean? Basically, it's kind of like TV, like the TV title, but for like uh, online for content. YouTube? Like Yeah, for like <laughs> <God>. YouTube, Twitter, <laughs> uh, uh. just their online content. Okay. Which not, on paper, not a bad concept or idea, but the, the execution has to be precise
4: right impact can't claim that they're on television right so they have to come up with something well yeah well it is access <laughs> tv right i mean shit like i said remember that period, they can't like- claim they're on television
5: <laughs> remember that period in between fox sports net and spike where they aired exclusively like on their website on pay-per-view i think it was like five bucks a show to watch it every week before they oh, went on fox sports
4: that was before yeah but... that
5: was that was the actual pay-per-view area yeah, it was like 10 bucks a week for, oh, okay, for a right, show. That's yeah it. you're talking about and, after that you mean yeah and then like they okay. got the fox sports net shows on air right. like on friday afternoons and then they phased out the weekly pay-per-views and went to a monthly pay-per-view format
6: i mean who would be crazy enough to pay for a
5: weekly pay-per-view man i know they had no tv yet at the time but that's just crazy man I, the way jeff Jarrett explained it was the mentality was like okay like A pay per view, like an actual like monthly pay-per-view cost you forty bucks. Right. Okay, so let's split that up ten bucks a week and we'll do like one a week. God. I wonder how that worked out, right?
4: They thought they they, they, no one
5: knows. At the beginning they thought they were doing well, but it turned out the dude was intentionally lying to them about the numbers. (laughs) By how much? By a lot? A lot, like to the point where they had they almost went out of business.
4: Wow.
2: And that was the first of many
4: times the TNA almost went out of business.
6: Man,
2: just get it. Get it, damn it.
4: Yeah, it'll never die. It just feels like it'll never go away. I mean, at this point. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not going anywhere. But you got to think, like, back in 2002, if you were to go on your cable box guide and, like, if you go to a pay-per-view channel and you see the letters TNA, you probably think you're ordering a porn and it's only oh, going to cost you ten bucks. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, ten bucks—that's a deal. Most of these things are like $20, twenty, thirty. So you order it and then you're like, oh, the, the, most of these women have clothes on. There's a bunch of guys. Ah, uh, uh, well, I'll try it. I'll, I'll try jerking off to it. We'll see. And then um, a midget a beating off in a trash can. <laughs> that's right. So well, well at least those girls on poles, right at the time
5: yeah cage dances, that, Yes, you know.
6: yeah cage dance is even worse
4: so that that's i'm gonna just say <laughs> that that's like an unspoken thing that they probably talked about that they've never talked about because that would be <laughs> embarrassing to talk about but they would have <laughs> to Jeez. say like yeah we have to trick people into thinking they're buying porn on on cable to get to watch this
6: you know what's funny vit i wouldn't be surprised if that was the actual concept with Jeff jarrett
5: i'm telling you turn it on stop
6: ass pal yeah no, that no, was, just, that was, they'll say
5: anything but that but that's the real yeah. reason that was kind of the mentality that was actually the mentality of the tna like naming was like well, all right it's going to be a very adult-oriented it's going to be on pay-per-view all right tna and if anybody asks what it means total non-stop action yep
4: hmm. who is naming professional wrestling history in my opinion yeah well obviously they agree because it's not called that today in our one thousandth episode, which we should probably get to, let's get to the impact one thousand. And I guess next week one thousand and one, because they <laughs> taped this, but they're still going to use it for multiple weeks. So, uh, is it is it always going to be the is it going to be the one thousandth episode three times, or are they just going to stop talking about it next week? We'll see. It's episode one thousand B? One thousand B, right? One thousand B. Yeah, they won't have to worry about the history of this, because like, it's not gonna make it another thousand. Like, well you know, if you guys know what the ratings were, where, you should tell you how much one
6: th- it. Right. You should tell you what, what one thousand means to the to the viewers. Right. Well do you know what those ratings were, Jimmy? Do you have those numbers for the people? It was down from last uh, week. Yeah. It was down. And it was only like a hundred and thousand and something. Well, that's good numbers for them. Oh, my God. I mean there's YouTube people out there, creators. That actually get more viewers. Hey, Stevie
5: Richards gets more viewers for for his show right now, dude. His Nia Jax video got more viewers than this show. Yeah. Well, again,
4: you have to um, you have to be realistic and fair when you're talking about this. Like, first of all, uh, already, besides everything else we've said and made fun of about this company and its history and everything, like it has fallen way off. Okay. Then, as Brandon mentioned, they're on Access Television, which I have the largest uh, multimedia provider in the world, and they don't carry access in my area. So I can't watch it legitimately, regardless. Okay. So that right there hurts um then there's the fact that you know like let's face it whatever 100,000 ratings they do i I say this all the time we're even it is whether it doesn't matter if it's impact or whether it's like rampage or collision that also have like numbers in the low hundred thousands or whatever the only people that are actually doing those numbers it's just old people that have fallen asleep in front of the tv before Mm. you know after dinner and they when you when you hear like the ratings break down like by the quarter hours of like these shows like collision the quarter hour breakdowns it's not like people are actually paying attention to the show it's that's who's waking up from falling asleep and turning the tv off like oh this is still on let me turn it off that's where you're getting your numbers it's not somebody saying oh my goodness i'm not gonna watch this match with uh you know el gringo loco it's because (laughs) it's just people that have fallen asleep in front of the tv then they woke up turn it off and went to bed that's that's where the quarter hour breakdowns are coming from these shows. Okay. So don't read too much into the TV ratings. More people are watching this stuff on the internet and YouTube impact has their own YouTube channel and they have plenty of subscribers and the, the people watch pay-per-views on there for like, you know, whatever it costs part of the yeah. impact plus app deal or whatever. So people, more people are watching it. That's why the digital media championship is an apt championship to represent those people. But whoever's watching impact it's on the internet it's not that hundred thousand people that fell asleep after dinner like they woke up in their with their face in their you know tv <laughs> dinner tray full of peas and mashed potatoes okay <laughs> yeah oh Let's man i'm not gonna lie i actually
6: fell asleep halfway through and then woke up and instead of turning it off i'll kid you not and then re-watched it oh yeah yeah and then uh, so, well that started. doesn't count as a view pal
4: <laughs> god damn it pal yeah so that's basically it the media is offended that i was talking about old people falling asleep in the front of tv well if the shoe fits anyway the shoe is fit 1000 times for uh, whatever this company is called these days and we start off with a very nice uh, like all kidding aside a very nice recap showing like a lot of moments a lot of past wrestlers when you see it laid out in front of you like that it's like all these people worked here and you're at the pretty much lowest point you've ever been Dang. that's pretty impressive It's very impressive. (laughs) Very,
5: very impressive. As a matter of fact, it's very impressive that they lost everyone. Mm -hmm. I had to laugh at the fact they kept in it. They didn't have anything of Ken Anderson or Pope, but they had a Hmm. Pac Man Jones clip in there.
4: Pac Man Jones. Remember those days? God damn it. (laughs) It Wasn't he recently arrested or something? So that's very relevant. Again? Again. I think so. You you guys didn't hear about that? Nope. Wow. Really? Well, you guys need to internet harder then. <laughs> I'm, gonna look, I'm gonna go look right Have now. Have you guys tried interneting? Uh, is you that a new Pac-Man?
1: Yeah,
4: Pac-Man the sure. game, and they said it was no. <laughs> 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 I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, they said no. <laughs> yeah. They said Adam Jones, former uh, TNA uh, tag team oh, champion. Yeah. All right, yeah, I go ahead. There's your news. I didn't think we need to cover it because this is kind of a couple weeks ago. But
5: what do you do? Ah, let's take a lookie.
6: I liked Pac Man Jones,
5: just quietly. You said what? You liked? I him? actually
6: liked Pac at the time. He was, was just, he, he was, at, G- yeah,
5: he was just acting erratic and like, just like a over the top diva at the, <laughs> before a flight took off, like disruptive oh, and they sorry, took I'm him off. In other yeah. yeah, he was just acting nuts. <laughs> Man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I said, like, what was it? Uh, he, I uh, excuse me. He, Mr. Jones was complaining about his USB chargers port not working. He unbuckled his seatbelt. His behavior caused annoyance and alarm to other passengers. He interrupted flight operations. He was given one last opportunity to settle down and that after they had taken off, they would address his problems. He remained argumentative and both flight attendants could smell a strong odor of alcohol on his person. Cops Damn. tried to de escalate. He continued to be argumentative and combative. Documents state that while in the presence of an officer, Jones said, Wait, I'm going to get you, and that's not a threat, it's a promise. What's he going to get Yeah, yeah, and then he was arrested as soon as he got off the plane.
6: <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think that's pretty
4: bad. I mean, over a so... USB charger. This this is a TNA champion, guys. You have a little more respect for him than that. Like, TNA he got Tanty arrested for champion. that. Could bully Ray hit assault. PCO with a car. <laughs> he didn't get arrested. Come on,
5: what about hit him with a before? car, set him on fire. Right, yeah. and
4: they're just like, "Hey, Bully, he's still alive. You're not getting out of your match."
6: Jesus Christ!
4: Wow, we man. I mean, all right. No, no, he name. knows Soul getting hit by a car. Yeah, well, he sold it a little while oh, for a little bit. Till Til the camera was back on him, somehow he knew, <laughs> he knew to sit up when the camera was back there. All right, look, let's uh, let's get into this, okay? Let's because th- this this part, oh man, this is the best part. Didn't mean minutes, huh? Scott <laughs> Scott Demore De gets in the ring, so already you're like, well, I think I could probably fall asleep in my mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then uh, he introduces Gail Kim. And then uh, so, she pitches to another package about the knockouts here, much shorter package than the one we got. Hey, um, <laughs> yeah. I said shorter, not you know. It's, it's not too small. It's too thin. I mean, knockouts. Uh, yeah, and then and then this this will thicken your package. Uh, the beautiful people came out. All right, oh, the real ones, not Madison Rain. You know. <laughs> Not the escaped not the escape baboon from the zoo but the actual original beautiful people the mm mm-hmm. Mhm and um, and pigeons were flying everywhere Yep <laughs> let the pigeons loose no one was there to yeah. say that uh the cameraman no, almost didn't get uh, clearly this cameraman never worked during the beautiful people era because even after yeah even after velvet <laughs> pointed he still almost didn't make it back around So anyway oh, uh yeah so they they did stuff and then uh the shantaraj came out you know remember all these get full music and entrance like we had we um, had a full beautiful people entrance which takes like about three minutes or whatever and then so like gail and and (laughs) scott are just standing there with you know their dicks in their hand and then uh (laughs) then then jordan grace comes out okay
5: speaking of that and then and you know what Like have first and i got thinking too like the promo with that Shaw cut that would have been perfect for her to cut on the way to the ring with no music and then when she got to the ring then you start doing the digs yeah <laughs> does jordan grace have one
6: though in this case
5: because oh, uh, her, her voice has gotten a lot deeper since right it's
4: just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of jokes that i'm not gonna make here <laughs> let's just leave it up to people's imaginations. Ben Espinosa says this was awesome to see Velvet Sky and Angelina Love are the best. Fun fact: Velvet Sky is from Connecticut, which is very interesting to me. I guess he's insinuating that the WWE is headquartered in Connecticut. Uh, but oh, that's, that's a good insight. So there. I guess that I guess that is interesting. But I'll also just say that anybody would look at Velvet Sky from there and be like, ah, too old. So. <laughs> You know, it's a very unfortunate. I don't think so. I I'd bring Velvet Sky in for anything, but but whatever. Yeah, I, I did. I do love the original beautiful people. That's why Me I too. made sure to make it a point to say it was them and not the fake beautiful person that they added later, which ruined it. The paper, um, the paper bag gimmick was
5: a great idea.
4: I don't know who came up with that, but that was brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. I know Russo had a lot to do with that. So credit credit to the him and them and everything. I, I did I did enjoy that, but you know we're not getting too too much of that we're getting more of a parade of people with music and entrances uh mm-hmm. which we're not done diana brazo has to come out too okay so <laughs> let's let's get all that in and then and then trinity comes out and then by the time that awesome kong and raisha saeed come out it's already 20 minutes into the show okay so we've all we've had is people doing a full entrance and getting to say one thing before someone else's music hits
5: and i'm pretty sure there's a commercial break in there
4: too yes they well i that's my next note i had that written down here um they go to break an awesome kong's entrance
6: oh yeah like you're right in the middle
4: of her entrance they go to break and i was popping for kong man and then i had
6: to do that you're so yeah that's
4: spot on that's a that's a wwe move right there going to break in the middle of someone's fucking entrance you know (laughs) if you're gonna try to be like them don't be like them in that way um no don't so we come back from break And then saeed's doing a promo and then uh she's interrupted by tasha steals who uh gets a baby face reaction from everybody and then proceeds to in her promo join the heel team of of a 10 10 it's like i'm back and i'm i'm gonna kick everybody's ass and everybody loves me and i'm with the heels i'm with the heels um and then mickey james comes out so yet another music at entrance um And uh, she joins the face team. So, you know, we get 30 minutes of women joining teams that it didn't even sound like they they started out trying to do this. You know, like a team for what? Most people in the audience, everybody in the audience is probably like a a team of what? What are you talking about? Because some of them probably can't hear if the announcers are talking about... Upcoming matches or anything like that, so they're just sitting there seeing this, and it, it's not even until you know, I don't even know if anybody even mentioned joining a team before Tasha Steele's did. So, Elizabeth's comment was funny because that's what I was thinking too. I'm not gonna what, lie about her hair going gray as she watched it. No, or? no,
6: she was hallucinating about uh having a Puerto Rican flag. Well, um, you I, know, I, I think she's from she Bastille, I know, I know, Borica she's badass. Puerto Rican. Well, yeah, she's Boricua. I haven't seen her in years until this show man
4: she neither are we. Good for her age <laughs> well there you go yeah exactly um so yeah um so there you go i i don't uh i don't know if we needed all of this but um i'll be interested to see how brandon rewrites it brandon uh huh. what'd you think of this opening segment and um are you indeed going to do a lot of heavy editing
5: yeah, this is gonna need a lot of heavy editing because apparently this segment was sponsored by the hooks and they couldn't stop talking about my generation
4: oh, oh
6: true they were talking about that too as a matter of fact it's good spot. man the only they people
5: edit. that the only
4: the <laughs> only people that are gonna get that reference are watching access TV on,
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> on on a Thursday night they wow. probably just fell asleep during a who concert and left it on for impact
5: <laughs> but yeah like it just felt like there was no effort put into like this segment i was like all right you go out there and say like you're the best and you're better than everybody else and you're it's your generation all right you go out next and do the same thing you go out next and do the same thing like
6: yeah this is weird even though it was cool there was, there was a lot of cool moments per Yeah, I mean,
5: yeah cool seeing kong's cool right. seeing kim cool seeing the beautiful people but it's like uh, uh and that's how you use them yeah, that is weird,
6: man. Uh, like I said, but why, like, so wait, what is it? And eight, how many, how many have ten. we got aside? Five on so five. So ten, five on five. Why? Oh, yeah, true, the perfect ten, ten chicks. But, but why? Like I said, it's going to be a clusterfuck next week. 100%. Mm-hmm. And why mm-hmm. do we need so many, I mean, oh, whatever, man. I guess if Because we got to get everybody them,
4: a payday, Jimmy, come
6: on. Well, I was going to say that. If that gets them a payday, then I'm all for it, but... Come on, man. I mean, this doesn't even make sense. It would have been better if it was a little rumble or something. I mean, why not?
5: That
4: uh, I mean, that, I'm should have been, that would
5: have been a way better idea. A knockout <laughs> gauntlet for the gold. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, if and you're, you're going
4: to have everybody's entrance for 30 minutes, you might as well oh, do oh. a rumble.
6: Yeah. And then they come out every, like, two minutes, I guess.
5: Something like that. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Right. Would and... Have been- and and there's the anticipation of oh, who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be a current one or is it gonna be like a veteran or somebody that we really True. want to see? Actually, as a matter of fact, they should have started this show like that. As a total surprise.
6: Like, you know what I mean? But instead, I thought they were more competent at impact vesting, especially uh the more, but
4: maybe he wasn't thinking straight. Uh yeah, well I mean that's probably just a matter of course every single day. So uh, Well Um <laughs> I mean, so basically that's it. Uh, no physicality, so everybody gets to keep their jobs. Uh, then we get, uh, yeah, Jimmy, did you have any final thoughts on this 30-minute banger of a Hit Everybody's Music well, segment? This is the part where I was starting to fall asleep.
6: I'm not going to lie. But like I said, like I was just saying two minutes ago, I was I was pumped to see Awesome Kong. I mean, we see uh, Mickey James still all the time, practically. Not as much, but we still see her. Uh, the Beautiful People was another highlight for me. And cool, Gail Kim, I guess. But boy, she's aged, man. Mm. And Angelina Love, she looks so much older these days, too. At least Velvet Sky, though, she still looks pretty good, man. I think she's still got something, in my opinion. But everyone else, yeah, whatever. I've seen them a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well,
4: get ready to see them one more time. Yeah, um, baby. I'm pumped. <laughs> so, <it's- laughs> About. So uh speaking of standing around with your dicks in your hand, Santino's backstage <laughs> with Eric Young and Chris Harris and James Storm. Wow. And then uh Santino makes Shark Boy the deputy director of authority. <laughs> so give me a shell yeah for that one. Give me
5: Hell a shell yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me some clam juice.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're done with a thirty minute clam juice segment, okay? Uh, we already that would did be that. Be <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Uh, well, what do man, you think, Jimmy Shark Boy?
6: You know what, man, I'll never forget that episode where he woke up from a coma and woke up as stone called Steve Austin. That was funny initially. I kind of laughed at that. I mean it was funny. I know it was wrestle crap, but still was funny. So seeing Shark Boy again, I gotta admit, I gave him a shell, yeah, as soon as I saw him. But um Santino is another interesting thing. I mean whoa. I'm just confused. What is this? Is he a cop now? Or is he Detective Mirella? What What is he? He's director a director of authority. of authority. Oh, DOA. Is that what he yeah. is? Mm-hmm. And who's Sharkboy now? Is he like a constable? Uh,
4: well, you know as much as we do because he hasn't been on for however. He's only here because of this special episode. Oh, wow. It felt special
6: indeed. As a matter of fact, I'll save it for the end of the show, but yeah. It could have been a lot more special, could have been done a lot better, but whatever. It was funny. I mean, I got to see Swinger tonight, too.
4: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he is around Uh, (laughs) everywhere. All right. So, Brandon, uh, you know, we got a bunch of guys standing around. It's just like, hey, James Storm, can you show up here and just drink a beer?
5: Mm. Yeah, again, you got James Storm and Chris Harris, and that's what you use them for. It's like a little random backstage segment they have no connection to
6: america's most wanted clearly they were very wanted yep very wanted um chris harris though looks so whack though these days i'm not gonna lie
4: hey leave him alone he's been through a lot all right oh has he okay
6: yes (laughs) hey shout out to the to the crab cats with lab rat (laughs) there
4: we go crab rat (laughs) we're getting (laughs) to that point don't worry Um, anyway so feast or fired Uh, Jimmy thinks it's a bad concept. So here we go. We have basically everybody on the roster in this match. And and this is some sort of a... This is like a very... It's like if you combined... If you've never seen a Feast or Fire match, imagine combining a ladder match with uh, a battle royal and then you basically have your concept. You got to climb one of the four poles, get a briefcase. Three briefcases have a title shot in them and one has a... You know, your walking papers. So... You don't know what you got until you open it and uh no one ever has thought to open the briefcase immediately they always have to wait until like a week later or whatever because it's uh um, you know uh, yeah. uh, what's called a cliffhanger vet. the world
5: only happens on camera um <laughs> and so all you gotta, there you, and all you gotta do is add a stipulation of the mass that if you open the briefcase before like you know the actual unveiling. Well, then you're automatically fired, or you lose, or if you get a title shot, you lose what's in it, or something like that.
4: Yeah, just just a one line to explain it, but that's too much to ask. Stop asking them to do stuff. Brandon, they didn't please. even do that though. Very you
6: good. know, at least with the Raw Rumble, for example, every year they always explain it to you, even though we all know it, right? Yep. Like off by hard,
5: they, they still yeah,
6: explain it. You have,
5: guys, you have to be expecting new
6: fans. You have to be expecting new fans to be watching. But not these guys, clearly, because after all these years of feasting or fired, I'm still confused on how the match works. To me, it, yeah. it comes across like Poison Ball or something. Damn, I'm, my I'm quite sure background. that
4: they've probably changed the rules depending on how they felt at the time multiple times. If anybody can confirm whether they've always had the exact same rules for a thousand episodes, go ahead. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just do whatever they feel like. Um, but in this version of it, you have to get the briefcase down from the pole, and then right. you have to get to the floor with the briefcase. So, so whoever has the briefcase on the floor is the owner of that briefcase as far as the match is concerned.
5: I think so you- that might have been one of the rules going back to the very first one. So I remember like one of the kind of the angles coming out of it was a split of the of uh, BG James and Kip James. And it started there because Kip James pulled the briefcase down and then threw it to BG on the outside and ended up being uh, a tag title shot. And he thought, oh, I handed it to you, so you're going to pick me as your partner. Now I'm going with my dad. With Bullet Bub? Yep. <laughs> RIP to Bullet Bub Armstrong.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, um, anyway, like I said, everybody's in this damn match. I'm not going to go blow by blow of a battle royal. So sorry if you were tuning in for that, which I know you weren't. Um so, I'll just I'll tell you who that. won what. whatever case. Chris Bay got case number three. Uh, Crazy Steve got case number one. Yuya Uemura got case number four. And Ugh. because of a rhino assist, Moose Moose gets uh, case number two as uh, whoever well, had it was speared knife. and it went flying <laughs> yeah. out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burt Macklin. So, so that's how
6: you book Moose, right? Mm-hmm.
5: That's ridiculous, man. Damn, Damn, who they- what the hell... sorry like i I can't believe they had moose out to crazy steve in this match i can't stand crazy steve brandon
6: i I, for for years i can't stand him i I don't get this concept but one thing i do want to ask who are these uh yo whatever they hell. yeah what the what the hell is this there there is there's
5: there is some backstory to that basically like uh Joe Hendry was the digital media champion and he kind of right, shook I'm, up a bit I'm of a I'm mutual Henry, right? Yeah. He had a kind of a friendship, uh, mutual respect going on with Yuya. And then, uh, Joe lo- or Hendry lost the title. And then somehow instead of him getting a straight up one-on-one rematch, Yuya ended up getting his way into the match and turned into a three-way. Some shit went down where they kind of, they both lost. And it was like, they're going to kind of go in a direction where, where Henry's going to turn heel and so Yuya suggested, Hey, what if we we'll form a tag team instead? And Henry was like Alright, I liked it. Let's do it.
4: <laughs> that was that? That was pretty cool. much, yeah. The yeah, dance. They, yeah, they they do a dance. Is it like that?
6: I am doing the blue mini right now, but Yeah, you're doing the blue mini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've forgotten the dance thing. already.
4: <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to remember the dance. It's so, weird. Yeah, so Chris Willis says, Does Crazy Steve end up getting fired so he can return as just Steve? No.
5: He comes, uh, and he comes back with Joe Legend. It's just Steve and just Joe.
4: <laughs> just Joe, yes. That'll be the the uh, greatest tag team. That'll get them off of Access TV. Just uh, the tag team. Labrath says one year they gave the cases to the ref as soon as they got the case and revealed it later, right? So there, there's that. And then he also says Moose and Rhino sounds like a Spider-Man comic, which it does. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no. I mean, uh, it's anybody's guess what they're gonna do with the other briefcases. I know the fired one's going to Yuya because that'll be the reason that he goes back to New Japan or whatever. So is he from New Japan?
5: Yeah. He's on excursion. Okay. Hold on. You don't oh, know Yuya oh, Uemura,
4: yeah. Jimmy? Come on. You're oh, yeah, slacking course,
5: on your of New
6: course Japan. Of course I know Yuya or But well, a Hendry, right? But I just, I was tripping out. Like they just, they look different in this. They're unrecognizable. Sort of, Jimmy is what you're saying. With this Yuya thing, man. I didn't even, uh, noticed who they were until i realized that one of them's Hendry, and then like i said i was falling asleep at this point again and then woke up during the tag match with mashed potatoes on your
4: face and peas close Uh, close yeah so um, you're a true (laughs) access tv viewer so so uh yeah well what do you think
5: brandon did the right
4: people get the cases here
5: there were there were actually a couple of different choices you could have went with uh I mean what they're doing with Crazy Steve and the fact he's got a new gimmick and they're pushing him a little bit more made sense for him to get one. Moose obviously needed to get one. Uh Bay was kind of an odd one for me for him to get one. And then who is the other one again? Yuya?
4: Yeah, he's getting fired.
5: We yeah, get fired. and then if and then if he's going back to Japan, it, it makes all sense for him to get the pink slip. Yeah. The one guy's gonna <laughs> get fired.
4: The one guy that never attacked anybody backstage. How, well, he doesn't even look happy, to be honest, man.
6: He just looks <laughs> like, yeah, why am I here? Champion. Uh, yeah, but but how long has he been on an excursion with Impact? At
4: least well, a year. Okay, all right, well, he's definitely getting sent back then. It feels like forever. It probably has been less than that. I don't know exactly how long, but They
6: didn't need flies. to send him
4: on
5: excursion, man. I thought he was coming up in New Japan pretty quick, too, but... I mean, to Whatever. be fair, look at the guys who have like the last guys that they sent over to TNA, and where and where they and really ended up going, Okada, yeah. Sonata.
6: Wow. Don't get me started on Okada, please. Yeah. Well, um, he actually done a promo on Impact saying he's not happy about TNA. He doesn't care about Impact. He hates TNA though.
4: <laughs> I mean, I know I get what he's saying though, but still. Yeah, because it's, it's totally different, right? Um. Yeah, so, well, that that's basically, I mean, we're just, we'll, we'll see. This is a nice little entertaining. This is a way to get a bunch of people on screen at once, and it's still a more entertaining way than the first 30 minutes where they did the same thing.
5: Uh, oh, so, yeah. And we watched the dude, yeah, and Brian Meyer straight up got shanked with a fork. No mm-hmm. cops. No. Didn't RVD get murdered once
6: on Impact Wrestling, and he still came back? Eric Young, yeah. Yeah. I mean well that was all all that look look
4: all that stuff was way before way way before cm punk choked out jack perry okay so none of that matters
6: that's a good point
4: we're only (laughs) going forward now that we have our precedent for what can get somebody fired from a wrestling company like in the middle of their contract like that so now that we know that we can go ahead and look at everything else and say okay well if you you know But because the fork was in between the confines of the match that otherwise has no disqualifications, unfortunately, we're going to have to allow the use of fork here in this situation, Brandon. I'm sorry. (laughs) Fork it Um, is? Yeah. Uh, I love it when you make it your gimmick, you know, like a fork. Like, you could bring anything. You could have brought a switchblade.
1: You
0: you could have.
4: But instead we got Abdullah the Butcher, it seems. Yeah, Abdullah the Butcher. Um... (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that, that's it. So does anybody have anything else they want to add on Feast or Fire? Uh, I was trying to Feast. Instead, I Fell fired
6: myself on <laughs> my Feast. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, still just very wacky and confused. I was just watching this thinking, this is weird. Everyone's running around like headless fucking chickens, man. Like, I mean, it it's just a weird match, man. And for a thousandth episode, why do we need a Feast or Fire? How hell. We could have gone more wacky and gone with the King of the Mountain match, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's could have. that's pretty wacky. Maybe that's next yeah. week. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe next week. Yeah, we're I not done. We're is. not
4: done. This is one set of tapings, right? <laughs> well, not you just know what? one episode.
6: No, yeah, Spork. That's a good one, Liz. But one thing that would be funny imagine, like, and this is so impact-dressing to do this. We have a, a Raw Rumble type concept, except get these guys. This is something Jeff Jarrett would definitely would have came up with. A real rumble that starts on the outside of the ring, and you got to throw them in the ring. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the reverse battle royal that did happen. The reverse battle what? It has happened.
5: That did happen twice. No, uh, yep. you're
6: kidding me. No, nope. Wh- nope. no, no. no now, use a, you's a me. Nope. Here's what probably. Here's what probably no, happened. I was joking.
4: I was literally you joking. Probably, you probably saw two. the reverse battle royal ten years ago <laughs> wow. or fifteen years ago, and then you completely blocked it out of your memory maybe, and thought you invented maybe. it just now. I thought I invented it, but boy,
5: it, it legit happened. Like it was, it started out with everybody on the ring, and then once, like, you no, know, what it is, like they had to, uh, they all started on the outside of the ring, and then they had to basically fight their way in, and then once like got down to like ten, and once ten guys got into the ring, then it turned into an over-the-top battle royal until they were two left, and then it turned into a regular match. God
6: damn it, man! And this was 15 years ago. I should have remembered this.
5: Yeah, I think it
6: was 06 and they did it again in 07. 06. I was watching it in 06 and 07, funny enough. Well, yeah, every, it must be what Vet said. I must have just Everything it. Out of every, my brain.
4: Ever <laughs> since the beginning of Keeping It 100 with Conan, they have argued over whose fault the uh, reverse battle royal was, with uh, oh, most yeah. people blaming Disco Inferno, him blaming yeah. Pat Kenny, and several other people have been implicated uh but everyone agrees it was the worst idea ever so uh there wow. you go who
6: would come up with something silly like that man seriously yeah. was it Glen so,
4: Juberti's?
5: someone it, he he denies <laughs> it but at the end of the day jeff bullshit. jared signed off on it that's true that's true because ain't he great oh jimmy
6: a <laughs>
4: lot of chatter uh <laughs> uh all right sabins with gia no music underneath uh he says uh leo rush is a bad guy um the baddest it's in his fucking, his fucking video says bad child he's the bad child <laughs> leo rush so pretty smart of chris saban to be able to read i'm glad somebody can read uh but he also says he's been the champ too long so apparently an impact a six week title reign or whatever is way too long and you got to be stopped right So <laughs> we got to get the belt back where it belongs on you know Goldberg 98 so uh <laughs> next we get the Desi Hit squad in the ring um Rohit Raju is back from betting on himself and then we introduce their opponents which is Team 3D with the returning Devon brother Devon is here he's here brother Devon <laughs> he is here
5: he's he's here <laughs> i oh, don't know play. who wrote the line for uh Rohit raju to say like nobody's given no tag team's given more to the impact than us it's like bro i can yeah, name about five leave. off the top of my head He's i know easy.
4: well that's you know what that's the perfect thing for him to say though because
6: i had the opportunity to interview Rajid, but i didn't actually go with it for some reason i mean what am i going to say he was he was he
4: probably wanted to bet on himself and go with a better <laughs> interviewer or a less no, known no, no, interviewer really. I, in this case. I
6: had this is when I was starting, like literally, it was about three years ago. I was starting podcasting and I had the chance to do it, but I didn't go along with it for some reason. Maybe I should have, but really, I mean, he's going to be always an impact guy, man. I, I can't see him ever going anywhere else.
4: Was the reason. That you had a virus in your programming as an AI, and that's why you weren't able to secure the. Honestly, end.
6: honestly, to be honest, because I didn't know too much about him at that time, I thought, nah, it's it's not going to really work out. I wasn't really that interested in to interview To be fair,
4: we know why you didn't interview him, Jimmy. It was because he's Indian. <laughs> we know that. It's okay. You don't uh, have to. Oh, you don't no. have to make any excuses. The point is so Devon comes out he's blown up by the time he does his entrance he's leaning on the ropes gassed out that's fine he comes in he narrowly avoids tripping over these guys even though that's exactly what it was like they were slightly out of position on the double on. he almost fell um but uh other than that you know a nice you get everything that you wanted from it's like a, a caricature of team 3d came out and you know they they did their thing which is like it's uh at the same time uh comfort food and also like comfort food slightly sad so um yeah jimmy were you happy to see the return of team 3d uh whatever i
6: guess um yeah Devon was on right i mean look Devon mm-hmm. was on yeah look it was cool i guess i mean but the these guys are way oh. past safe at this point um dvon shouldn't even wrestle at this point really I'm. I was surprised something I guess to give. That I always just, doesn't feel the same.
5: Yeah, I was surprised to even see him in the ring at all after that, like last surgery he had. I thought he was completely done after that. Me too. Uh, he said himself he was going to be done. But well, uh, this
4: is just a one-time it's thing. Done. You can right. get in there one time, right? I guess. I mean why especially not? since the wwe ain't gonna give your kids jobs so you don't have to pretend that you like everybody there and keep working there right so well it's... let's be honest these kids kind of look weird now they, they, i mean i'm with their weight i'm just saying so uh
5: yeah there it is nostalgia act brandon nostalgia i i was mainly kind of shocked how we were like hold on we're supposed to all of a sudden root for uh bully ray yep. after we saw the last two months him straight up legit try to murder a man Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pro wrestling
6: 2023. Yep. Where's the Neuralizer, Brandon? There it is.
1: <laughs> Boom.
6: Forget that even happened. <laughs> Hypnotize <laughs> you. Neuralize yep.
4: you. Oh, there you go. Uh, Look, he's forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> already forgotten. Well, he's not going to forget this. Uh, the rascals are eating food in the hallway. And, oh, uh, Josh, my God. Josh Alexander punks him out and continues on his way to the ring. Jimmy, you already uh, reacted to that. That's the best reaction we've
6: got all me, bro. night. This irked me, bro. bad. First of all, so I guess uh, when someone's just kicking back eating pizza, trouble appears, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just chill and eat pizza and not say a word. I mean, come on, man. Why are the, the rascals eating pizza in the hallway? Especially these two look like they don't even touch pizza, let's be honest. I mean,
4: oh, do they look like they eat it's pizza? A che- it's a cheat day. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. And if you notice, those there was a lot of like plastic trays out there too that were already <laughs> empty. So it's like they were down to the pizza. They had already eaten wow. a bunch of other stuff. What could have anything could have been in those muffins? Perhaps I was gonna say that. I was they, gonna they, say they looked
6: high as fuck. They
5: mm-hmm. probably got some of the top top shelf stuff. Mindies. <laughs> wow. Think they got some Mindy's?
6: Yeah, imported. I mean, where's the tree house? Like Mindy's Buckshell Edibles.
4: Hmm.
1: Hey,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, punk and him. So just definitely the definitely the munchies uh here and uh Josh Alexander's not having any of it. He's probably very straight edge, so he goes in there and he's <laughs> just
5: like we got a problem, and then they don't have a problem. What For real straight up pizza? the ra- what's the his problem? The ras- like legit the rascals have the sound of the bong hit in their entrance theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean I didn't mind the, the original version of the Rascals,
6: right? But uh since we got Chay Miguel now with the Rascals I mean, did, did they really have a bong at the start yes, of the Yes, like... Song? I don't remember.
5: When they're... Or this new variant... Or this, like, when it's... Oh, okay, uh, right. this, yes, new this, version of... Yeah, like, they The old they're, one didn't. I could have sworn it didn't. Yeah, their new theme song opens up, like, you hear a lighter flick, and then you hear the... Huh. F- <laughs> oh, boy. That's money right there.
6: Can't we just call them um, the little fucking junkies or something? We could. I mean, why the rascals? Because that's what they were before aren't they freaking adults I mean
5: do they even like argue. you saw the little rascals of nineteen ninety three movie right yeah I loved it they they do this this is actually one of their taunts <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's gonna get
6: me up tired. so they literally do this? Right. yes
5: right soon they're and gonna
6: dead block these two I mean yeah, come on man, this is nah I mean,
2: well the they're just trying are just right
6: to-
4: as a team, but other than that. Yeah, they're, they're, that was
5: cool. The 70s show, Smoke Girl Circle, that was pretty cool. That was that worked right. That worked yeah, right.
4: Yeah, blatantly ripping off exactly somebody else's thing. Yes, it's very cool. That's what wrestling does. Now, the other thing is when they're blatantly ripping off something that, you know, it's, you say it's from a 1993 movie, but I'm sure they're doing it to appeal to the access TV audience who remembers, <laughs> like, the... You know the you know 1950s or whatever little rascals or should we say the 1940s get it yeah, yeah <laughs> see what i did there yeah all right so uh anyway josh goes to the ring um and then uh he starts talking about alex shelley and alex shelley comes out in um, pco's coat back when it was new um oh boy. dude I gotta say like to, to dress like this uh, brandon was made fun of him for looking like a like a reservoir dogs bank robber you know but seriously like what you you actually went out on it and this is a, some sort of a monumental episode and you actually went out in public looking like that i have dress shirts in my closet that cost more than his entire outfit so just looking like just looking like a bum not great um but anyway, the rascals attack and then both guys have to pretend that they can't see it coming because they, one guy jumps either side of the other guy. So that means that both both guys could have seen the other guy coming. But because there's a tight shot on the camera, that means nobody can see anything. It's the magic of television yeah, or excuse that annoyed me, digital me. media. Uh,
6: yes, Jimmy. That actually annoyed me, especially when I was standing in the ring too, like
4: right in the corner. Oh yeah. It's again annoying. another another WWE production maneuver. You shoot everything tight so that you can't see the edges of the screen, even though there's an entire three hundred and sixty degree arena full of people that can see everything and soak in the wrestler, but whatever. It's just he's he's obviously watching the monitors too, right? So he can't see why he's gonna about to get jumped by the two guys that were eating pizza.
5: And with where they end up going with that, with Alex Shelley like basically bailing and let him get beat down. Could have had a setup where they, um, where they were, were like, Alexander was facing like the, like, or he was facing the entrance way. They run in through the back, jump him, and Shelly's like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." Right,
6: but instead he gets beat up and then
5: says, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." <laughs> like, yeah.
6: that doesn't make sense. Yeah,
5: I only man. got beat up a little,
4: so I'm getting off easy. Right. That's that's how he says. So, Don't yeah, the so trouble, yeah, man. like you said, Shelley leaves Josh Alexander to his fate, which is of course wrestling moves. So, um. <sighs> the the, i we gotta fire the rascals uh this was none of their business they endangered everyone's lives i was afraid for everyone's life Um, (laughs) i was definitely afraid yep i mean even even alex shelley who pussed out with his cheap ass clothes still he should be afraid for his life and he was because he bailed so you know You know, Jimmy's lighting looks Shinch better than fan. Impact's lighting. I'll, I'll D- don't worry, we're not. Um, <laughs> My lights not, are on. <laughs> we're we're just about to get there. All right. So, anyway, do you guys have anything to say about this, Josh Alexander and uh, Alex Shelley promo? Brandon, also ask you first. Uh, what do you think?
5: I'm sad they're finally leaning into it and making Alex like the clear cut heel because he's just been. Ever since he really became the champion, he's just been an insuffer—like his character portrayal on TV has been just been this insufferable, self-righteous head-up his own ass douchebag.
4: Yes, but against other people who are supposed to probably be heels.
5: Let's see. There was Tana. I see. I know he wrestled Tanahashi, and
4: there was no build for that, though.
5: Yeah, right. And Nick, all this was for, supposed to be the heel, but everything he said was right, and then Shelly was a total asshole to him too right so we were confused about that
6: mm. what a yeah. prick that's all i gotta say he, he looked like the transporter i mean seriously what was he transporting the belt just for another week or how long has he even had the championship for uh oh weeks
4: more weeks, weeks. So he's i don't just know how many weeks then.
6: exactly <laughs> he's definitely the transporter i mean mm-hmm. come on man and 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 josh alexander i mean hey He's top hey, 10 he's top P- ten. P- top exactly. ten. PWI, buddy. <laughs> you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. I was just about to say the same thing. I am fucking with the weapon, man.
4: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he'll punk you out in the hallway. So keep your pizza.
6: Yeah. Don't eat pizza around Josh yeah, Alexander. Yeah, peeps, get your pizza else. out of his way. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. All right. Yeah, see, I'm confused with this few. Why do they hate each other, first of all? Cause I haven't even watched it, so I don't they don't. Know. And if
4: you, if you, oh. if you, uh, if you listen to what <laughs> the funny thing about what Brandon said about him being an uns- insufferable douchebag with his head up his own ass is—that's clearly what he's being here, right? And he shouldn't be because that's not really his character. But Josh Alexander is trying to like be. To babyface him, and yeah, he's still like that, disrespecting right. him back. Like, it does. He's like, Yeah, man, you've done all these things, you're really great. I grew up with, he's like, You're a mark for me. And he's just like, I mean, is that how you treat everybody? This is this, it, makes no sense for your character. You know what? Did it
6: didn't make sense?
4: Oh, no, continue, huh. vet. Well, I was gonna say, because like we're talking about, he's, I think, in his mind, what he thinks he's doing is trying to help get Josh Alexander over because. You know a lot of the a lot of the criticism on josh alexander is that he's kind of bland i mean i'm sure he's everybody's Canadian, leveled right? that every yeah. every <laughs> yeah, everybody oh so and was was,
5: he wasn't bland
4: yeah look, <laughs> if you want to hear an argument about who's bland or whatever then go listen to the monday night machismo on the pwc okay <laughs> uh we don't need to rehash that conversation here but um you know, that's one of the criticisms that's been leveled against Josh Alexander, or whatever. So I bet in Alex Shelley's mind, he's thinking, Okay, oh, well, I gotta make sure nobody's cheering for me in this. We want Josh Alexander to be the guy unquestioned. I gotta make him seem but like he thinks he's he thinks he's doing the thing where he's making somebody. Which again is like if that's what he's thinking, that's the most egotistical thing. Like to think that anything that comes out of your dumbass mouth with your terrible promos is going to make anybody anything is is delusional at best. So, wow. Um, if that's the case,
6: man, that's that's awful. I'm telling you now because I don't know why Josh Alexander's playing daddy. Like you said, he's pretty much trying to babyface Shelly. But Shelly, man, uh, I couldn't take anyone serious in this
4: in this uh, program at okay, all. Okay, good. So there you go. You have a, a wrestling fan who knows all these people involved who's tuning in for the first time and is completely confused about what's going on, which is exactly the goal that every wrestling promotion should have, right? <laughs> oh, well, it seems like it. At least with WWE, you don't even have to watch it
6: for a long time and still know what's going on, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I literally...
4: Well, yeah, because uh, you're going to get 10 recaps. So.
6: Right, exactly. But in Impact, you get weird matches and uh, reverse battle royals, which is still tripping me out. And all sorts of weird shit, but
4: uh, whatever. Shelly's a draw, big time, hundred percent, huge. Well, you know, he's chances. the most influential wrestler of the past twenty years, and everybody's oh. only successful because of Alex Shelley, at least according to, to, to Alex Shelley. Yeah, and other people who have said that, and and you know, maybe that was paid endorsements. That, but maybe that's why he couldn't afford a good suit because he paid everybody else to say how influential he was on on in public uh I don't and, and know. it's a positive that he's been in the company longer than alexander
6: has i mean they were arguing over that right right i've been with here some, longer than you with
1: <laughs> some
4: yeah with some hiatuses right wow yeah. right all right uh shark boy uh puts trey in a match against josh next week you know for um you know over the pizza incident and then uh, <laughs> that's it. i'm down and then santino sharking. Then Santino puts Kenny King in a match against Eric Young next week, uh, and Shark Boy also wants his own badge. So <laughs> this was uh, this was a segment where you see the re- definite return. You couldn't have a thousandth episode without the lights. The lights in the yes. background are back; they're in full force here. The ugliest yellowish green light you've ever seen, and this <laughs> thing that looks like um, it's that that red that's not quite fire engine red and not quite pink but it's just there those two colors really go together it's like a cherry limeade wall that they're standing in front of weird mm-hmm. this company yep. weird man I thought that that's was... that's the picture i posted uh in twitter earlier where i had where it was you know sheldon Jean pointing or kenny king one of them was pointing and saying you know accusing santino oh, perhaps of bring the lights back so we we did well without with turning off the lights for a while jimmy but here they came they're back full force full force <laughs> yep which definitely still means weak but full force for them but you know yeah. what um boy what's happening
6: to kenny king man what the hell are they doing with him these days i used to like kenny king now i just feel
4: sorry for him well he lost to tommy dreamer for the digital media championship <laughs> That's a huge loss, man. I mean, literally. I mean, come on, man. Nothing says digital media like Tommy Dreamer.
6: (laughs) Well, does he still do his podcast, actually, Vet? I think he does. Not on uh, his
4: own one, the House of Hards or whatever.
6: Oh, I don't know. He used to do that, but I don't know if he still does.
4: He was only canceled for a little while. He's
6: back now. He's uncanceled. (laughs) He's uncanceled? He's not part of the cult of Cabanas? Nope. (laughs) damn he might as well be shit and just quality tommy don't wear terry funk freaking pants ever again
4: he's got to jim he's got to it was his hero and he's gonna cry (laughs) he's gonna cry if he can't wear him and 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 tie the drawstring while he's supposed to be selling in his match with kenny king (laughs) i know you didn't see that right uh, i didn't i didn't yeah Yeah, i didn't see I, I know you didn't see that because you're a normal person who doesn't really watch impact pay-per-view so like, but after kenny king hit him with a dive on the outside tommy dreamer was on the floor selling it but his pants were falling down so he just <laughs> like instead of selling he just he was like the camera had him and he's like tying the drawstring on his pants while he's like just, trying to sell yeah terrible exposing uh, the business um should have lost it. he put his career on the line i wish he would have lost but unfortunately
5: Anything would be something in production, be like, yeah, I don't get that shot. Go to something else. Yeah. You
4: think, right?
6: But no, everyone wants to get themselves over steel. Weird, weird stuff, man.
4: Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on Sharkboy possibly getting a badge?
6: Oh shell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh shell yeah! There you exactly. go. Exactly. I'm shelling.
4: Right. Not for Shelly though. Not yeah, not Alex Shelly. And
6: his
4: suit. All right, next we have Fat Eddie and Thin Lishy versus <laughs> In Shape Cas and Tracy. Uh, Tracy, uh, in case you were wondering, uh, has suspenders for her tights, but she, she wears them down. That, right? So
5: right, yeah. I think this does I mean, kind of call back to the Miss Brooks character, which is managing yeah, Bobby Roode. That's, That's fine. 50 year old vision.
4: I'm, I'm just letting you know, in case you didn't watch that she doesn't wear her suspenders up she wears them down they're just decorative suspenders you know so hopefully her pants won't fall down and she'll have to adjust them while selling um
1: <laughs> but
4: yeah uh yeah so she beats lish and is announced for the hall of fame at Bound for glory congratulations tracy brooks did you see those crocodile
5: Yeah, i'm actually I really was probably glad. not paying attention actually i probably <laughs> oh, just wow. ignored this I'm actually really <laughs> glad they included like the Asylum Days footage in there to like kind of explain, like, oh wow, she has been there since the beginning and she, she really, has. really did kind of kickstart the knockouts division.
6: I liked Tracy Brooks back in the day, man. You know what I mean? I just, one thing I did notice her body's still banging, but damn, she's aged a lot since I've seen her. Be-
5: Dude, you know, you remember uh, remember uh, her first Trinity? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, Hell yeah. Yeah, why doesn't she ever get mentioned?
6: i that's what i mean this company likes to thank and uh and bring back whoever they please i mean
5: yeah i i, I, no I would say she man. would in fact i'd say she was as important as tracy in his early day as during those early days maybe even 100%. more so
6: is she still alive actually
5: is and she's alive knows? yes but i don't think i don't know All if she's still active in the business
6: yeah because i haven't heard nothing about the original trinity since probably back then she just disappeared completely she
5: she went to the wwe version of ECW as part of the fbi and then like disappeared after that yep
6: okay interesting what would they call her there if, so I can trinity remember. trinity oh she's still the same all right funny all right i don't remember that she must have been there for a cup of coffee literally
4: very and i know was there in the they very, they very beginning trinity, they, 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 they all they have to do is put an eye on the end and she can be italian <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or an E, maybe. Like well, I, think she was
5: like a, I think <laughs> yeah. she actually was like a legit Italian from New York. Oh, she was? Oh, they go, where's my pizza? <laughs> it's in the hallway with the rascals.
6: <laughs> with the rascals. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Mr. Alexander. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> Scusi. Yeah, all right, whatever.
6: Uh, uh, Scusi, Mr. Alexander.
4: Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't have anything bad to say about Tracy. Um I don't really have anything bad to say about this match cuz I didn't pay attention to it. Hey, uh, you know what, Vid? I actually I don't know why, I kind of like this match. Well, it's probably weird. because it was like the first match on the show that didn't wasn't yeah, weird. Let's see. No what shit. what do we have? We had <laughs> oh, yeah. we had a Feaster Fired match. We had um the Desi Hit Squad versus Team 3D. <laughs>
5: And then uh, that, this is this is, the this is the match? third match. So or well, pizza in the hallway match. So pizza Trinity in the hallway actually, match, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, actually Trinity was actually is yeah, Italian. Her last name is real last name is Finocchio. Whoa, you know what Finocchio. <laughs> you, know, <laughs>
6: you know what Finocchio means?
5: Nope. In Italian, I better not
6: say it. Alright. I mean figure that one out. That's that's yeah, that's legit. That's weird though. With a last name like that. So it's Finocchio.
4: Wow, I would change that if I was here But anyway, <laughs> no, that she did. She changed. She changed it to Trinity. So anyway, the reason that you can, the reason that you can wonder why certain people are or aren't here, it could be a lot of reasons. Sometimes it's because they have heat. Sometimes it's because they don't want to be involved. Like maybe people were reached yeah. out to and didn't get back to them. I'm like, nah, you know, not, not sure. every single wrestler is so pathetic they need to show up for a payday, way out of shape and old looking. So. Perhaps they just have better things going on than to embarrass himself by showing up at impact so they can put a cherry limeade light next to you and stand you next (laughs) to a wall with your dick in your hand. Like (laughs) there's lots of reasons why you might not be on the show. We, we, you know, so we could take our own picks at which one, which reason it is. Uh, Leo rushes with Gia and no music underneath. He's not worried about Chris, uh, Saban, but he should be. He shook.
5: He shook. He shook. Yeah. Chris
4: Saban shook. Yep. (laughs) Um, well, you'd be shook too if you could punch through a car window. Uh, Real glass. Yep. <laughs> Crime your <a> river, Jimmy. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, exactly. <laughs> all right. Then we get a Dreamer promo. Um, the lights dreaming. are in this promo too. So Dreamer's there with the lights. You had two things you could throw out in one segment. Uh, what did he say? I wasn't listening. I was dreaming literally while saying Dreamer.
6: Okay. No, I honestly, straight do not remember. yeah it was
4: one year at the other i was watching it but i was literally yeah. in the haze i was just like so here here's a peek behind the curtain all right this is exactly what happened i saw tommy yeah. dreamer come on the screen i picked up my phone i was started to type i started to type on my notes i started to type dreamer promo because i want to make the notes for tonight and by the time I finished typing it, he was done talking, and I didn't hear what he said. So, well, it was that, that quick. That three of us. I mean, yeah. can we pretend what he said? He and said then he's I a thought, champion. Yeah, and then more, and then, <laughs> and then more behind the curtain. Then I thought maybe I should run it back real quick just to see what he said because it was only a few seconds. And then I was like, life's too short. Let's move on. So <laughs> we move on to the main event.
5: I'm um, actually I went back and looked at the promo. Apparently he did kind of refer to himself as Fat Tommy because he said that he needs to leave to get a belt extender to fit his waist.
6: He did say that? Yep. Wow. Okay. I really didn't notice that. Well,
4: yeah, Tommy Dreamer's never been shy about making, you know, reference to what everybody else can already see. In fact, I believe it's Tommy who said uh there there's There's two things I've heard attributed to Tommy Dreamer. One of them, Tommy Dreamer said about himself and the other one, someone else said, and I don't remember which is which, but one person, either Tommy or somebody else said that he has a body like a bag of milk and the other person, either Tommy or, or, or someone else said that his body is like a melting candle. Um, (laughs) So I don't remember which one he said and which one the other person said, but you know,
6: I hope it was the melting.
4: Hey, it's pretty pot. much the same good. thing. It's the yeah. same thing, but they're both hilarious. Um, <laughs> I would go. I would go with personally. I would go with a marshmallow that put on clothes. But <laughs> um, yeah, he's looking. He's looking bad these days, man. What's <laughs> He says, Larry says, is Tommy still eating over trash cans? No, that was me. <laughs> I was eating over trash cans. <laughs> I don't know if anybody, for anybody that hasn't heard that story, I was at Sam's Town in Las Vegas. And uh, I was there to see Ring of Honor. and um, I, But I hadn't eaten anything. So I got off the plane and then I went to the, there was a McDonald's in, in Sam's. So I went to the McDonald's and I got like a chicken sandwich, you know, because I wanted to eat something before I was going to have to sit through this ring of honor show. And I'm like hurrying up eating the chicken sandwich and it's hot, you know, like the chicken sandwich is hot and I'm, but I'm, but I'm still trying to hurry without burning myself. So I go over and I'm like, there's a trash can over there. So I go and I'm like halfway done with the chicken sandwich, eating it. And Tommy Dreamer walks by and he looks at me and like with my mouth full, I I, I give him like the... You know, uh, like I, I the, tip up, I tip my chicken sandwich to him, and he and he gives me the head nod and keeps walking or whatever. So it was, it was like the perfect the perfect person to walk by while I'm eating a chicken sandwich over a trash can. Not even a word spoken. It was just like yeah. The chi- with, the, with the chicken. I don't. In the hand. I doubt. I highly doubt he remembers me from OVW the times that we you know crossed <laughs> past there no i'm sure he didn't there's no way that would have been like 12 12 years prior (laughs) i'm sure he doesn't think that any random person in las vegas that he sees is somebody from ovw whether they're eating a chicken sandwich or not so but uh (laughs) anyway um yeah so saban versus rush for the exhibition championship that's what a main event perfect transition uh you know these guys one one way or another they they pretty much know what they're doing now last week we talked about um Leo Rush having an absolutely fantastic match with uh Kevin Knight. Uh, Kevin Knight and that was really good, but Kevin Knight's not going to tell Leo Rush anything. Uh Chris Saban's going to have some input on this match, so it's definitely not going to be as good as that one. Um but, you know, yeah, it's still pretty good. I mean, you know, it's, it's good enough. It's a main event for the X Division title. I yeah. can't stand Leo Rush though. Why not?
6: It's just, it's uh, just, it's his personality, man. He's well, just, then he's doing his,
5: he's, he's doing his job. Then.
6: No, 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 not, not in terms of wrestling. I'm talking about in real life, like oh, okay. how he quits companies, comes back, I retire, then I'm not retired. You sound like you're life.
4: following the narrative. Oh, am I, Jimmy? Yeah, it sounds like me. you're following the narrative. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to what you hear about Leo Rush. All right, nobody knows Leo Rush. They're just trying to slaughter his character for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, okay. Leo Rush shouldn't be carrying Mark Henry's bags or anybody else's. All right, so it's, it's oh, yeah, don't let's, right. let's, let's not right. worry about that. Let, let's I mean, talk you don't talk have to about, pay your Jews, not with him, not with him. No, sorry, he's a twenty-eight-year-old piece of gold. All right. So uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So the, the the match was fine, um, but uh, you know. Goldberg ninety eight gonna get that belt, um, and uh, everyone comes out to celebrate. You know, at least they didn't all hit their music one at a time. They they just all came out at once with no music, so that was good. Uh, so Jimmy, uh, despite the fact of not liking Leo Rush, what did you think of this match?
6: Look, Jimmy? the match was okay. Again, one too many near falls, but that's professional wrestling in twenty twenty three, especially towards the end. I mean, come on. I mean, he's really a rush. It's definitely Chris Sabin
4: professional wrestling in
6: 2023. Ugh. Honestly, I can't stand Chris Sabin either. The only times I started liking him was with the Motor City Machine Guns with Shelly. That's about it. But a 41-year-old Sabin is your 10th time, apparently, ex-division champion. Mm-hmm. Good for him. 10 times. The perfect 10. But he got it off the perfect little guy. I mean... Shouldn't you like showcase your world heavyweight champion in this type of scenario when it comes to your 1000th episode? Oh, but I forgot this must be 999, correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, <laughs> well, they showcased him earlier. He came out in that thrift store suit and oh, he did was and, a complete dick to promise. Josh Alexander for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. I mean, he's a That's nice guy. That's how you guy. showcase your bad. champion.
6: That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. That's how you make money. That's why I'm starting to think, does this company even want to, like, draw anything? Legit. That's a legit question. No. The answer is no. Then, then have Tommy Jimmy as your digital champion. Have Shelly as your world champion. Um, bring back Jeff Jarrett. He can become your global champion. Is that back? <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Can we get that out of, like, retirement? Yes. Is that possible? is the tna world championship still around
4: no but we can bring it back bring it back it's just it's it's on its way back it's
6: we can have a new match concept where they have to dig Mm -hmm. and get the belts out of from the ground and then you're Mm -hmm.
4: the
6: champion yep
4: and the tna (laughs) (laughs) there you go exactly Mm -hmm. what can we call that um we can call it the doa championship oh no that's santino's well, um, we can call it the treasure hunt uh, match. The, the treasure hunt tre- match. <laughs> there you go.
6: Treasure friggin' match. Yeah.
5: We all need right, a here's map. group, though. Go find it.
6: <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then yep. this would be an appropriate name. We're getting impact attacked from all angles. That's right. Like literally having fits.
4: I mean, why not? Well. Well, Brandon, what about you? Uh, you you really praised Leo Rush last week. What did you think this week?
5: He did the best he could with what he was kind of given in this situation. He shouldn't have gone under in this. I don't think so, anyway. Right. I mean, I get it. It's the thousandth episode. You want to make a moment like, oh, our first ever 10-time X Division champion. I get it. Saban ain't the guy.
4: Well, no. we know this is a stopover for Leo Rush. I mean, he doesn't need impact. He's just doing this while he's biding his time. Um the next thing he's gonna be on, I think, is he's got a tag match. It's like him and Okada versus somebody else. Because he's in chaos. I don't know if you know that, Jimmy, but What? Leo Rush is in chaos, yes. Why? Cause he is. And he's uh, wow. so he'll be teaming up when I don't know when that uh I don't know when that <sighs> show is, but um please remind me so I can watch it. Yep. not it's probably going to be the main event uh
6: match too awesome but isn't orange cassidy part of chaos too
4: no he's well, not you sure about that i think he is. i'm not sure but i'm pretty sure that they just tell trent whatever they need to tell him to get him to stop calling uh, yeah yeah sure you're in chaos whatever uh, he ain't, he ain't getting invited on no tours no time soon let's put it that way <laughs> oh, i hope not but you him know and what, Rocky, just, him and Rocky Romero don't like they, you know,
6: so can we, can we get a, um, uh, what do you call it? I've gone blank. God damn it. Uh, what's the tag team called again with Rocky Romero and Tim Beretta? Jesus Christ. The, the, rapongi vice. rapongi vice. Yes, can we no, get we
4: vice? No, we can't. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Why not? Come on. Because, because we can't. All right. So on September 30th, <laughs> At, uh destruction it's gonna be Okada and Leo rush versus Naito and Hiromu so there's your I'll main event that. for that it. don't miss it njpwworld.com only 999 yen a month that's again not dollars yeah but that's it right. works out to be sort of the same thing right sort of the same a little bit less yeah. dollars <laughs>
1: um
4: yeah so yeah we, well we, we got a lot of things on this uh this impact 1000. Uh, very few good things, but we got a lot of things. So um, some people like Ben Espinoza loved it, found it very entertaining. I guess Jimmy, as a person that doesn't, uh, as a person that doesn't watch Impact regularly, even though this stuff was bad. On the other hand, you have to watch AEW programs. So in that sense, how does this stack up in terms of like just I'm watching this for a couple hours? How entertained am I? Even though you fell asleep take everything into account and give me a letter (laughs) grade (laughs) no shit man look
6: how do i put this i was thinking to myself once i watch this i'm like what what can i say about this show like legit right at least with AEW every week yeah it's it's shit it's pathetic but it's that pathetic that you've got a lot to talk about if that makes sense Mm -hmm. whereas with this i almost feel bad because it kind of makes you blank dude Like if that if I can, it's not it's not
4: bad enough to be cringeworthy, but it's not good enough to talk about.
6: Like it's hard. That's why I don't know how you guys do it week in week out for real. Because it would, I mean, you you guys would have to come up with different concepts like Brandon does at the start of the show, which I don't blame you, because I mean you have to do something like that. Because with this show, I, I was literally thinking, why do I feel like? I don't even know what to say about this show
5: nothing happened. after
6: watching it again right so and i'm thinking what am i going to say and i feel bad because i really truly didn't know what to say about it
5: it's just a lot you of know? it's
4: a, well the show itself was a lot of glad handing you know it's like hey look how long we survived and hey look at all these people that used to work here and hey <laughs> yada 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 let's remember better times uh yeah, and not don't think about too when. much yeah too much about the, the present well yeah, we, we do have to come up with different things to entertain ourselves, you know, when we're talking about this shit. My creative idea this week was to have you on. So there you go. It's like, <laughs> Damn, well, thank you. I feel almost guilty. I feel bad yeah. because yeah. I don't know what to say
6: about the show. But if I had to give it a, a letter grade, jeez, um, I'll see for confused. I'll see for confused. I'm just a little confused. You know, not for cannolis, but or pizzas, but confused.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Trinity is happy yeah. for that. Um, Need more moose, but no more moose. Well, moose did now. win a briefcase. If if his briefcase has the world championship in it, that's the important thing. Unfortunately, I my my fear is that he his briefcase has the tag team championship match in it, and we're <laughs> gonna have to see even more of him and Brian Myers and their matching gear and tandem entrance. And the, the the last thing you should do is pair up the best guy in the company with about the worst guy in the company.
5: The only Not only one? that, the guy who signed the deal is going to be there with you how many years you can depend on him to carry the company because he ain't going anywhere and he's more than capable of carrying the company. Hmm. You know, it's
6: funny. He should have just stayed back in Ring of Honor when he could have before it became TK's
4: <laughs> Ring of yeah, Honor. Yeah, where he could have been. He could, <laughs> where he could have been in AEW.
6: Yeah. I mean, she, has he made an appearance in AEW ever? At least yeah. once. Yes. He did. Yeah. Really?
4: Yeah, I he, lost, no, he, he did. lost he lost to did. Kenny Omega for the yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact oh, I like Championship.
6: That. I do remember that's why. I mean, that was during the pandemic era though, which was pretty mm-hmm. bad too. But um I do remember that. But they should sign him, but WB don't even sign him. I mean, is is he blackballed? I mean, other than
4: the, the, Impact it maybe. I mean they, they tried to use his uh his past as an excuse, but lots of people have a past and they get excused. Fucking jimmy uso has a present (laughs) and he's and he still gets to work there so jeff doesn't really matter yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean shit. yeah just look it's
6: weird man uh i hope i want this company to do well i really do man because it'd be funny if they had all this momentum and actually went ahead of AEW. i would pop to that but we need some things that make sense we don't need to see a program starting because two guys were eating pizzas and one guy was walking past telling him to cut it out. I mean,
1: what the hell? That's that's something
6: I expect to see in AEW. Right, exactly. That's something you'd, I mean, you would see in AEW. I mean, literally, you probably would. But but at least with AEW, it's that much of a train wreck, you can just laugh at the whole show and just, you want to give him shit, you know what I mean? You just want to, because the AEW marktards are in denial, you know what I mean? They're
4: convinced that this show and this company, the best since sliced bread. Every wrestling way, so? fan, every wrestling company fan. If you're just a fan of a company in general, you, everybody's like that. There's people that are Impact fans that act like that. I don't see them as much compared to AEW ones. Yeah, though. because there aren't any. But I'm just saying, the ones <laughs> that are there, they, they'll they'll tell you they love it. They they really oh, love it. Shit, man. I mean, pe- oh, people man. like you know. There was some, when I was doing the turn off the lights hashtag, some random person decided they wanted to criticize me for criticizing them. Like, who are you to criticize Impact Wrestling? And it's like, wow, you guys do have fans? Like, you have guard dogs, even? You have, you have Twitter guard dogs? God <laughs> dogs, Twitter guard dogs. Hashtag guard dogs, Twitter guard. Impact dogs. Is that a, yeah, is dude. That a thing down? People will just, yeah, if you post anything, they, they search hashtags or, or, uh, or whatever, and and go like comment on any post that randomly. Why do you think there would be any random comments on other people's comments that they don't know? It's because people are like looking for fights. They're picking fights on maybe, on social media.
5: Maybe that's why Alex Shelley is dressed up like that. He's an impact dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of a reasonable dun, dun, dog, dun, he's dun, an impact dun, dog. Dun, 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 Fun dun, fact, though. Yeah.
6: I, this is a growing up Jimmy T sort of thing. I mm-hmm. the suburb that I grew up in. Was called Reservoir. Does that make me a Reservoir dog? Um, Just saying.
4: Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'll if, you existed. That. <laughs> if you exist. that. If you exist. Well, that's another it story. It would make altogether. you one, but you don't, so it doesn't.
6: <laughs> can I be like the 100th person that wolfs in, as a wrestling gimmick? Oof. Yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. That you can. Actually, you I'm can. a seal, not a wolf or a dog. No. <laughs>
4: A train seal. <laughs> A train if you, seal. You you, you, you clap your hands and yeah, you <laughs> clap your hands and do podcasts for the PWC. <laughs> Alright, right. well, where else can everybody find you, Jimmy?
6: Uh you can find me on the Twitter or the X at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com. We're for five bucks. You get the best talking all the best thing. And humming group dot com. Pwc com for all the rest of our shows. But like I said, man, you can find me every week on Channel Attitude with the Smack Attack, which goes for record-breaking hours every week. I mean, we've gone from three to four, possibly next week. And then uh, after the collision, bet what do we do? We sit through the wreckage. <laughs> the wreckage, exactly. Right. So, and also Uncaged, you can find me for that <laughs> on ChannelAttitude.com. Can we? Did we? Can we find it? I did, I, we? Did, it I still- did. I didn't go
4: live. You know why? Is it oh, a okay. fact?
1: it's a because tape you, it, was taped it was taped like it was it was
4: it was it was, it was uh it was rampage on 1000 <laughs> yeah. you taped it and you're gonna do multiple <laughs> episodes right you know
6: the catchphrase is usually uncensored unhinged uncaged well not in this case it was censored it was edited it was uncaged but um the, no no shit, the only reason why it didn't go live is because one i felt bad when we were live for bin when bin mm. jumped on oh
4: Fucking, okay, know, but I felt bad. I felt that's our yeah. scheduled
6: time, and he jumped in. That's true. That's the first time he did that, and second of all, you were live You're doing it with your Twitch, so I didn't want to like get the listeners jumping over and whatnot. You know what I mean? Uh, so I thought of you, Vet. I thought of you, man. But I had to get the show done, so I've done it via recording. You've done right. it. You've done an impact, no live here.
4: First time. That's right. All right. So <laughs> we're so we're good. So you can find Jimmy everywhere he said dj mass effects exactly. pwc <laughs> network everything brandon final thoughts on the show show grade and where can they find you
5: oh uh, man i'd give this one a three out of 10.
4: Ooh, mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah amazing.
5: i'm sorry that that opening segment like i mean it, you took a quarter of your show right there and flushed down the toilet So a, it's a <laughs> 30 out of 10
1: <laughs>
5: so what we got numbers
4: you have, um, <laughs> well, it, you can grade it however you want. I'm just saying, if you do a 3 out of 10, that's a 33%. That's an F. That's a fucking yeah. F. You got a 33% chance? Yeah. <laughs> you take my 56 2 two-thirds chance. Yeah, and then you got a no chance, no chance in hell of getting a good grade on this show. All right, well, so well, yeah. a 3 out of 10, and uh, where can everybody find the 10 out of 10 uh Brandon, how to kill a half
5: hour. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at transarchist as well as twitch.tv slash miss Tia, the transarchist and Substack at HMG Brandon.
4: All right. You can find me at opinion. Haver on all the places that you can find me at opinion. Haver. you can find me on twitch.tv slash opinion. you can find me on Twitter or X at opinion. Haver or Instagram at opinion. Or many, many places at opinion. Haver. that's right. You're fired. Jimmy. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so, uh, yeah, and uh, you can definitely find me every Wednesday with Big Ray Hernandez for Next Level Wrestling Review, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find me here every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern if you want to join us live. Uh, You can usually find me uh, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for The Wreckage, which is our collision show. And I'll just pop up any other place. I feel like it's, uh, you know, always a a fun, uh, you know, it's like whack-a-mole. Where's the bet's going to pop up? And then you hit me on the head with a soft mallet to put me back down. And then, um, yeah, so like wrestling with Rip Rogers. You may not see me on there, but you'll probably hear me referenced on there as they talk about me every week. And you can check out Stevie Richards Fitness and Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis. Um, Tons of content on his Patreon and YouTube. Including why the lockup is so important and the most important part of any wrestling match. That's his most recent video and all kinds of things like breaking down uh, Goldberg kicking Bret Hart in the head not Chris Saban the, the actual Goldberg um, and You know many other things uh, so so check out Steve Richards, and that's everything for me uh, And everyone else so for Jimmy T for Brandon, I'm the vet, and I don't have a sign-off
0: WCC network what the world is watching and listening to